You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 119. Uh, a mixture of being aboard Snowbane's gift and sleeping on the uh, castle surface itself. I'm making an assumption that some of you are sleeping there. Some of the hands of Ao are sleeping out uh, outside under the stars here. Snowbane's gift, the valuable uh, and irreplaceable airship of our heroes here, has taken off the night before, getting clear of where the battle is so that it can be brought back in for an emergency rescue if needed, but to take most of the risk away from Snowbane's gift. Well, as the Scrim battle has the walkie-talkie. will rage on. Scrim has one half, uh, has one of the pair of speaking crystals that were uh, recovered by Essen and Grumbar while you were all down in Deep Amaskar, with the other half being with Essen aboard the snowman's gift. It is only an hour or two into the day when Bearjaw, looking out over the horizon, sees it first. A coalescing of clouds, a strange motion on the horizon. It is too far to tell what it might be, but what you can be certain of is that it was not there before. And it is now. It is coming from the west. Which I don't have our world map open here. But uh, if you look behind my seat, which you can't really zoom into, which is really annoying. uh, The Lake of Mists, you guys are kind of on the northeast side. And so if you go straight west, you get to the, uh, the, the misty forest. The fog. The living fog forest. Uh, and so that's where, that's where it is. The bear just like over here. Uh, let's see. It's actually west is um, west is actually this way. <laughs> this way over here. Yeah. Stricken. Get away from me! Oh, he's following me. So it's um, uh, what it means is what it, what that means is you're looking out yeah. over the island. So down below oh. the west side of this castle is the island that the castle is sort of docked on, although it's not not that this castle is moving, but, you know, it's what it's attached to. It's moored. And over past the island, in the horizon, is a strange weather pattern. Yeah, Bearjaw. That's a strange weather pattern. <laughs> Bearjaw tap. Taps Scrimcorn and says, What do you make of this? Certainly not natural. Give me some swampy. Give me some swampy, weathery uh, feeling. It's humid. It's humid. Which, which, even with the far off storm, you're going to get effect like, like the swamp 
is just like a damp place, and it does that thing where your skin just starts glistening even if you're not doing an activity. So I could see a swampy storm give that effect to us even if we are not in that kind of climate. <clears throat> a hot mist. And sure enough, it's hot. Even as Bearjaw and Scrimcorn are discussing the strange sight on the horizon, you feel on your skin and on your face just, just a growing, a growing clamminess as the uh, as the humidity in the air starts to become denser and denser. Um, Scrim looks at Bearjaw and he nods. Oh, the howling has started. Beautiful. Perfect timing. He says, um, oh, there you go. Oh, and, uh, do we, so we're all kind of separate. Are we on the roof right now? All the miniatures are on the roof, but you guys tell me where you are. In fact, move your miniatures where you are. If you're not on the roof, we'll skip below. Yeah. Come on, gloom. Everyone battle stations. Uh, and does does that storm, if it approached us at the speed of a storm or some kind of flying creature, does it look like it's within an hour? Is this basically? It does look like it's within an hour. Okay. It is. When Bearjaw first noticed it, it was just a curiosity on the horizon. And even in just these couple minutes of talking, it has uh, solidified as uh, as dark green clouds. Scrim closer um, and closer. Uh, says some uh, says some incantations um, while holding a, a small jar uh, hands the jar to uh, to bear jaw and says <clears throat> rub this on your on your knees and calves don't tell oh what's this no don't tell Grumbar it's enchanted now? turtle wax <laughs> now um, <clears throat> hi and uh, he's casting freedom of movement they won't be able to grab your legs Slippery legs. Slippery legs. Slippery legs. It's a super good one, just as a real quick thing. Uh, You touch a willing creature for the duration, which is one hour. Target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain. Spells and other magical effects can neither reduce the target's speed nor cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained. The target can also spend five feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints, such as manacles or a creature that it has grappled. How? What's the name of that again? Second. What's the name? What's the name of that spell again? Oh, it's called Freedom of Movement. It's a fourth level spell. Okay. Mm. Big ticket. Scrim says, <clears throat> "This is all. All this is really my fault, Berja. <laughs> and I don't want them locking you down." So there you uh, go. She holds the jar and <sighs> kind of acknowledges it with a nod, and she puts her other big, huge hand out onto his shoulder. And she just looks at him and gives him the old, I have, don't have to say anything, so I'm just going to look at you for a bit. Unbroken eye contact. Yes. And then she just nods her head and she says, whatever happens, happens because of more than just you. But what happens now is all of our jobs. It would have sounded better, but... I did not get much sleep. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bye. You get the idea. Uh, while spells are being cast, Baron also comes up to uh, Bearjaw and also gathers his two cousins nearby and says, uh, Bearjaw, yes, if I have anything to say about Mormon. it, you will not die this day. 
as he uh, holds forth his hands and uh, says, Muradin, preserve the breath of life of my ally as he casts uh, Death Ward. This uh, fourth level spell lasts eight hours. Uh, The first time you had dropped to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, you instead dropped to one hit point. Do either of these spells that you guys use require concentration? No. Uh, No. Death Ward lasts eight hours. Wow. Silly picked one that and also casting as a second level spell, bless on Bearjaw and his, excuse me, aid on Bearjaw and his two cousins, Drustin and Mock. And uh, this increases your maximum hit points by five. Ooh. And that also lasts for eight hours. So that's for uh, Mock, Bearjaw, and Drustin. And then just a reminder, we've got Private Sanctum cast on this area, and so oh, I yes. created this private sanctum die right here oh that's cool uh that if you hold over at the description shows the effects that we have um oh, nice sensors created by divination spells can't appear with inside the protected area nothing can teleport into or out of the warded area and planar travel is blocked within the warded area although greg would that then block uh things like thunder step if it will, then Jerusalem will not have that effect. Uh, it says, read about the teleportation again? Uh, it, teleportation is into or out of, so I'm not concerned about that. Uh, oh. But planar travel is blocked within the warning area. No, I think... So travel from one plane to another. Okay. I think only if Just your spell sure or if the flavor that you've significantly built yeah. around your character is specifically says that it is using another plane... Then yes, uh, otherwise. Like if you were summoning creatures from like the Feywild, that might block that, it seems like. I'm not going to do banished during this. Okay. Uh, Quick quick clarification on on aid. Is that plus five to max hit points? Plus five to maximum hit points. It also increases your hit points by five. So your maximum hit points increase Hmm. by five. Yeah, I just want to make sure it didn't mess with the temporary hit points that we. No, have. that that that's not related. Thank you. And um, just just to clarify, because I just got it up there, um, I didn't bring any uh, creature summoning stuff, but in case the bad guys do, I believe that one does not mention anything about teleporting. I think we covered that. That would that would not be affected by the uh, private sanctum. But if they tried to summon allies from the Feywild within the private sanctum, I think it wouldn't work. Well. The, I mean, allies from the Feywild. In terms of, I think the key it doesn't is the, say the, anything the about conjuring. conjuring. Yeah, the conjuring. I think this is simply for different. spells like banishment and spells that literally allow you to travel to different yeah. Hmm. I was reading online, and they were thinking it was. All right. Let's 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 move on. Let's Mock move on responds to yeah. his cousin, who I, offers I, I divine wanna... aid, okay, and yeah. says. Dan said, "Not move on." I want to have a clear reading, a clear uh, ruling on that mm-hmm. uh, from the DM. The like, so the question is, can if if you can use which spell specifically? Give me the name. Uh, conjure was it woodland woodland beasts. I think it was. It's conjure woodland beast, and the question is, it, does it block from the Feywild? Let's let's go with no for now, okay. and we can figure out a clarification later. Great. Mock responds to his cousin with a nod and uh, gives a two-fisted pat.
pound in his in his hand, acknowledging Morden. He says, "Praise Morden, and uh, thank you, thanks to ye, cousin." And then he turns to Oilvane and tosses him the spyglass, which is he has surely recovered in that uh, time period <laughs> since it was last ho- hoisted from him. And he says, Oilvane, if you could remain on the roof and keep your eyes on the sky, I'd rather not find out how many they are and what they look like when they come crashing down below decks. Hmm. Oh, I can do that, Mook. He gives you a big smile, because I think that's the first time you've ever willingly actually handed it to him. I think well, I think there was the first time, and then it took him like <laughs> days to get it back. So we've come full circle. He says, "Stay as long as you can. Stay as long as you can, and learn what you can. But then get down without any risks yourself." Aye, aye, can. All right. If uh, so, Baron, are you staying on the roof? Uh Baron is not going to stay on the roof. He's going to go down below. You should move your guy then. Oh, sweet. I will do that. Do we need to move the... And uh, who's uh, Edith with? Hands of Ale. Edith is with... Yes, move, move the Hands of Ale that you are responsible for. Keep them with you. Edith is with Mock. I think Edith is with Mock. No, so, uh, Eric, you have Edith to, the is guy. with Mock. Yeah. yeah um, right also, I was planning on... I mean, I can be on the ballista. Did you want to be on the ballista, Eric? Uh, I don't. You'd be on the ballista. Okay, cool. That's totally good. So, Eric, go ahead and uh, grab Edith here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just setting myself up now. Oh, I see. Thank you. Uh, where's she at? She's the uh, green perfect. one. Bogrush is here with Oil Vane. Let's see. Her name is Mark Edith. All so right. Did we remind me just from last from last session? I'm a little foggy. Um, did did we knock down all of these walls t- for this yes. area here? Yeah. Yeah, to make a nice big okay. fighting area. And, 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 and we have an acid pit. pit. And we have ropes yes, going out these I'm windows, which we did not Oh, really I forgot draw. about the ropes. Uh, right. Uh, the actually, ropes. when I say I forgot about, I don't remember that at all, but I believe you. Ah. I do remember that. We made ropes and coils by the window yeah. to be tossed out right. if we needed to make a hasty escape <laughs> out of window. Already we down. are. That was clarified. Indubitably. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope that that comes. You mean you didn't install a ladder that goes we, to your we've secret set up siege ladders. We set up siege ladders in our castle so we can get out easily. <laughs> also, mechanic on the pit trap. How does that work? Mechanic on the pit trap? Because before they were saying we can walk over it, but you can like trigger something when they're standing on it. I wasn't quite clear on that. I don't, remember. I don't know. How'd you guys make yeah. it? I thought <laughs> we made it just like you said it, but we didn't actually put some mechanics in place. So where would you like the, the, the trigger to be so that we can open up the pet, pit as we want it to? We made it a sturdy floor that is that is collapsible when we want it to in some sort of fashion. In the in the potty. <laughs> It's a little hard to get to. I would, I would prefer it more, Fine. a little more accessible. Fine. What's your idea? Just, well, uh, how about in the potty, but we take the wall off so you can just walk over and flush. Just, I mean, just like in this square right here, so like a switch on the wall. Yeah. That that, yeah. that sounds great to me. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna put a green. I'll put a green yeah, dot a, there. Put a green dot there. But so my thought is, I love is, the flavor of the flush. Now, is it a, is it really a lever? Did you go and, and like set up a lever, or is it like a rope? Please end? make it a lever. It's a winch. It's a lever. It's a lever. Because these dwarves, right. you know they're going to over-engineer the this. Yeah, they're not going to, like, a rope end. Like, it doesn't We could have gotten a full well. night's sleep if we didn't spend time on the le- <laughs> yeah. lever. Yeah. But we Eric were committed to the lever. Eric and I are both I mean, the lever might connect one. to a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know what the air workings are. 
Almost it's a Rube Goldberg. Just saying, the lever is like a, it's a, it's an aesthetic the chicken end cap has to, to lay an egg, and then the egg rolls yeah. down a little trough, and it has to start okay. a little lizard. So with that's, the, that's the pit trap. Yeah, go. So I think it's very important for us to have all flanks covered. Like we have numbers, I believe, and so surrounding them as they come down to the level two is, I think, in our best interests. Uh, so right. setting You're... ourselves up to get flanking is an idea. So I, I, right as here, we position our minis. Yeah. This mm -hmm. guy explains the arcane lock mechanic for you guys. You can just open up any doors without worrying about it. I like that. Idea. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you. you. Nice. Like, and there's no germs near me. Like, it was great. Uh, um, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so, as you are all setting up uh, your positions, getting to battle stations below deck in some manner of speaking on the on the second to highest layer of this uh, flying castle. Not currently flying castle. Oil Vane is up top, watching the horizon as this strange storm moves closer and closer. As it gets closer... You see that the 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 thick uh, dark green clouds that are uh, are concealing whatever is in it move closer and closer until it reaches just the far end of the island that is down below you at this time, and that's when the clouds <coughs> dissipate and slowly just fade up into the air becoming uh, a normal balmy uh, balmy early spring weather in the middle of this lake that it was. It's cold. That's what you see, Oilving. It's getting closer. That's right there. Who are you saying this to? Bill Grosh. <laughs> uh, Anga can... will actually be up there with him. So ah, so she can relay so relay everything. Looking through her eyes and experiencing her So you guys all you guys all perceive this down there as well. Bogrush says, "Did they stop? What's going on?" Well, I can't tell. It just dissipated. That's a big word. <laughs> and then roll a perception check, Kevin. All right. Perception Does that spyglass give you I any suppose you too, Kevin Call or Kevin uh, B, because yeah, I'll roll with Anga. uh, Anga's, Anga's stats. She does get advantage because it is sight. Oh, is it sight or hearing? Uh, yes, yes. Good. I mean, you tell me how you're looking. Well, I just want to make sure not like smelling things. It's no, actually I'm not having a you pressure. Smell. Pressure. Smell the witches. <clears throat> yeah, it's a barometric. I got her metric. Uh, I got a total of fifteen. And uh, oil vein. An eleven for me. Oh, an eleven. Okay. Ten. Fifteen. Twenty minutes pass. Twenty witches. You don't see any change in the island down below. No approaching of figures. The storm now, the clouds have completely 
dissipate into the air. There's almost no trace other than the lingering, the lingering uh, um, uh, humidity, the clamminess of the uh, of the air. Uh, oil vein can see through the spyglass the water on the far end of the island had definitely grew murky and dare you say slimy but it had uh, but when the storm dissipated so too did that sort of discoloration of the water Scrimcorn Will Vane looks at Unga to make sure that to, to uh, confirm that she saw what he saw and uh, that we should tell the others is uh, Unga nods alright um, uh, yeah, so Jason tells everyone. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. communicating all of that. You guys, everyone, jump in if you want. Scrimcorn. Yes. Yes. Now, after about 45 minutes of waiting down here, down below. Hang on, I gotta. Let me turn down the sound effects here. Uh. What is it, game volume? There. Trying to get less of these clicking and clattering as you guys are playing with pieces. Um, Scrimcorn, uh, you've been seeing seabirds, all of you have, this whole time. Seagulls is the only yeah. seabird I can think of. So yeah, seagulls, I guess. Wow. Because there's Terrans. Bird. There's bird poop all over the. There's bird poop all over the place. You see them. They they perch. Yeah. On these uh on these little window sills, um and one perches next to Scrimcorn. Nothing out of the ordinary. Scrim until is definitely keeping an eye on it. <laughs> until only Scrimcorn hears a voice as the uh as the seagull just opens its beak just barely, and you hear a Scrimcorn. <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> totally normal. The wind um, cries Scrimcorn. Scrim, as I said, is keeping an eye on it. He yeah. is just watching. It looks like an ordinary seagull. To Not his eyes. Swampy. To his perception. Um, Animal messenger. Ooh. Scrim. Hey, Scrim could. Scrim. Got any grapes? Scrim casts Thorn Whip. Yeah. Uh, he Grim casts. Corn, I'm here to help you. He casts he, Thorn Whip on the seagull. The seagull. Okay. He is going to attack the seagull. Roll. Uh, I have disadvantage. The question is, group, should I take an advantage from Aurora on the first roll? If no one vetoes, I will. No, I I veto. I did not veto. veto. It has. I would vetoed. love a narrative explanation of how she helps you slaughter the seagull. <laughs> if you decide to go with that, holds it down. Get him! Get him! Hold that bird! Hold it! Hold the bird! Badly now. Oh wait, I need to dis- I need a disadvantage because I am uh, because I am exhausted. No, that's not an attack. No, no not an attack. Not attacks. attacks. Yeah. Oh. I thought attacks are. Nope. Nope. Oh, Attack man. Rolls, throws, and rolls, saves. throws, and checks. No, rolls, throws, and checks. So is attacking. Oh my god! Is it going to be a roll? 
Saves is different. Wait. Is that is that still an attack? I'm just, I'm just attack with the ballista would be an attack roll. What's an example of an ability check? An ability skill. check, skill, skill check, skill. And also uh, initiative rolls. You know, they really uh, should true. just call it skill yeah, checks. We, in we don't have to go there because they're not always cool. skills. So they, okay. to be fair, skill theory, checks yeah. is just a subtype yeah. of ability checks. Okay. Uh, then my thorn whip is. Oh my god! I didn't realize I was so great with that thing. Now nineteen. All right. What does this look like? Um, you guys have seen him use it plenty of times, but not recently. Yeah, in the sunless citadel. <laughs> um, he I mean, he just swings his arm, and the thorn the the thorn whip kind of comes out of his out of his sleeve. I mean, he doesn't even really have a lot of sleeves. Like I mean, Omega Red. Yeah, it magically, it's like he's got vines. He's Omega Red. Thank you. Thank you. He, he has uh, vines and, and little twigs and stuff like that around him, and one of those basically just grows suddenly as he's swinging his arm, and as he comes to like the apex of the swing, it's at, it's at you know, whatever length he needs it to be, and it just slashes like, it's a vine whip, but it really just smashes whatever he hits with it. So, he smashes the bird with the... a vine whip. Right as he's swinging and the vine is coming out, the bird continues speaking just at a whisper, only for Scrimcorn's ears, as it says, bring bear And then, <laughs> No, I'm sorry, it doesn't say that. It says, bring snow, but... And then, uh, And uh, you all hear the squawk of a seagull dying and plummeting down below. Squawk <laughs> Um, and, very, and anyone who looks squawky. over sees that Scrimcorn has a face of uh, resolute determination and a, a grim look upon his visage. It's a poof of feathers. It's a poof of feathers, a little bit of blood. There's a noise. There's a cracking of a whip and the plummeting of a bird. And Scrimcorn looks like he's ready to fight and die. Grim determination. His name is Grimcorn. 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 <laughs> Grimcorn. The hour. The hour passes. Hour. Goodness. As it moves. Jesus. To Does an that hour. mean your movement spell is gone, or how long does that last? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to recap. So it becomes an hour and a half. Bastards. We got time on our side. Up top. Sweet and mount. Up top, oil vein continues to not spot anything on the horizon, although do give... Well, I'll, I'll call for a perception check for next time. Um, Bogor should not say anything. What, sorry, say that again. Your accent threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything. Oh. It's a heavy cock, me. <laughs> do we even know if it was them? I have no idea. I mean, it looked like something swampy, but that's as, that's as good as I got. That's usually what we go by as well. Scrim moves over to Bear Jaws so we can recast. Maybe they're coming up from below. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Scrimcorn, how many bugs are on you at any given time? At least six. Okay. Six or, or then it's I counted five. Like that doesn't on one count arm. like mites and lice. Just right. throw it out there. So it's not even notable <laughs> uh, when a cockroach is Climbing up Scrimcorn's six uh, no. greater insects. Scrimcorn's rat cat cloak. The inside of Scrimcorn's rat cat wow. cloak. And Undulate. then Scrimcorn hears another whisper. Right after he feels oh the tickle of 
of cockroach legs on the back of his neck climbing up out of his cloak. Which is, he feels, that's normal for him, but... It's comforting. But he he feels that feeling as it comes up just barely peeking up, uh, you know, not even above the would-be collar. Your cloak doesn't have a collar, but... uh, It would be. I guess it would be a collar, right? That's just how it attaches. Um, Cats and cats have collars. (laughs) And... It's the cat's collar. (laughs) He hears again. As soon, so he doesn't flinch at the feel of a cockroach. Yeah, because he's hardcore. But as soon as he hears it talking, he grabs it and exasperated uh, attempts to grab it and throw it on the ground and, and is going to stomp on it. That's what he attempts to do. Just very oh, exasperated yes. and clearly stressed. You out. Okay. Uh, is he able attack to do roll. that? Is he able to? Okay. Make an attack roll. <laughs> Dexterity. <laughs> How do you catch a cockroach? Oh, that's a four. Uh, uh, <laughs> Scrimcorn or I'm mean, uh, cockroaches are hardy and quick creatures, and Scrimcorn's first slap misses it as its cockroach reaction speed it just tucks down, you know, like an inch. He's gonna Scrimcorn's gonna get it on the next slap, but it survives long enough for it to hear. Bring snowbane the forest. And then he grabs it and smashes it. <laughs> and then he does. <laughs> and, uh... Can anyone else hear it? No. I mean, it was, it was like right on his neck and whispering. Um, and Scrim, uh, looks just exasperated and is, and is clearly like the nerves... Fuck off! His, his nerves are, are, uh... <laughs> Are shot and he and he and he says they're, they're trying to contact me. What did I say? How? He says through all manner of creepy crawlies. Oh. <laughs> he says they want they want Bear Jaw out on the island. Ha! Sounds like your advice was spot on. Ha, we'll hunker down and make this a siege if we have to. We got food for days. Says, and he, and he eyes the eyes the jar. <laughs> the honey. <laughs> oh yeah. You survive on honey alone. It's and Scrim, Scrim looks around and and actually looks. He's not usually like the you know calling orders, but he looks around and he says, "We hold our position." I. As long as it takes. There have been uh, dwarven sieges in history that have lasted more than a century. Mark almost looks excited about this option. He's like, ha ha, uh, one of the easiest ways I can think of being written into the history books. Although we'd be dwarven. I'm with you, I'm with you, Scrim. Baron makes a quiet point. The hours stretch on. As you hold to your battle stations and jump in, if that's not true, as you hold to your battle stations, two, three, four hours. Does Oilvane's eye get tired looking through the spyglass? <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, He's been practicing this for months. Yeah. He's using his he oil prefers eye. The, he prefers it of it instead of his. He ring. prefers the company of spyglasses. <laughs> Uh, Oilane, make uh, another uh, perception check. Another perception check. And uh, same mm-hmm. with uh, Drustin through Anga if you're uh, still uh, doing sure. that. Sure. Yeah. 
15. And I'm going to get... Sorry. Find him in the dice. Through her owl eyes. Uh, she gets 13. 13. Continue. Continue. To not spot any strangeness. You don't have... Um, complete visibility of the island. It's it's sizable, but there's some hills and trees that block vision a bit. So you're just looking where you can. Um, I thought the island was like the size of the tower. No, it like was uh, what was it? Seven times bigger? Ten times bigger? I thought it was Oh, tall. really? I thought this was like a, a, a tower sticking out of a rock and like nothing else. Okay, so nope. there's actually more to this nope. island then. Well, yeah, when we when when we mentioned it last week, I, I wish I could remember the exact size that I said. I think I said five times larger. You did express it in how many times the size of the tower. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great unit of measurement. It's five flying castles large. <laughs> um, okay. Pretty big. So there's a little thatch <laughs> of forest or something elsewhere on this rock. Um. Yeah. There's there's a there's a few. Um, it was like a small little cropping of, of some island trees. Actually, I was mm. looking up island forests, but it's not quite a forest. Just a little, just enough to block visibility, some shrubbery uh, and such out there. As the initial enthusiasm of a hundred year siege begins to taper, <laughs> Mock turns to Scrimcorn and says, are there any other methods of locating them? Uh, magically, I mean. They have their beasts. Do you have yours? He says, <clears throat> I could certainly attempt to contact them and uh, scout and them out. Lure them in here, but detecting them. Let me see. You could send them a message back? Like... Eat a cock or something? <laughs> Couple of cocks. and get her. <laughs> Is the next time one of their creatures speaks to me, I could try to. As Scrimcorn is saying this, you all see rats. <gasps> First, it's four rats, then it's ten rats, then it's seventeen rats. They're coming out of the old toilet here, the old toilet there. They're coming up the stairwells. Some are climbing in through the windows. It's a swarm of rats. 20, 30, 40 rats just moving in and squeaking as rats do. The sound is loud as 40 rats all start squeaking. And they're just kind of running around in here. Uh, they're looking like they're looking for food. It looks like a bunch of rats, uh, what do you call it, scurrying around, rooting around in uh, in anything. In everything. Uh, Mock uh, does not let the rats go unimpeded. What does Mock do? He, he slays rats with weapons. So Mock immediately just starts taking head shaver? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a very deadly and broom-like steel item. <laughs> Broom-like. And he's trying to specifically slay his way to the source of the rats, which is tough to do because it's fucking a rat swarm. Yep, but, and they're uh, coming every, in from every, both every, stairwells every, and the toilets. Every fire, fire has its source, and so he's tracking this to 
some source. Oil vein, you see rats come up over the side of the building from where you are. There's rats everywhere. What's happening? They're just climbing, climbing up the side of the tower? They're climbing up the side and doing the same thing up top. There's probably oh, like 15 happy. more up there. Ooh. Are they They're reacting just also to... chasing rats. He has a, a lovely cantrip, which does a little bit of an AoE, so he can get quite a few in one go. Excellent. So the group is slaying rats. Uh, Several rats swarm around Scrimcorn as if drawn to his smell as uh, they scurry around his feet and climb up his, start trying to climb up his legs. Scrimcorn does not cast spells. He just stomps on them. So he's stomping on rats. Stomp on the rats. Rats flat. Rats flat coat. Like he doesn't need to like obliterate each one. His just needs to you know, like break it. <laughs> it just needs to break it. Yeah. yeah. So roll, um, roll an uh, acrobatics check because it's this is about. There's a lot of them and they're moving in quickly and they're climbing up you. Baron is concerned about Bearjaw specifically, so he's wanting to keep the rats off of her. Okay. None of the rats are climbing up on Bearjaw or anyone else. But okay. Dan, you do get disadvantage. But they're around. Acrobatics. Can I? Well, right. it's going to get Scrimcorn too if he's positioned the way he's positioned. But what? Because this you is take it. It's a, words of radiance. It's a cantrip at will. Oh, you're will. casting a spell. Okay, I got you. It's a Constitution 16 uh, saving throw, and uh, if they fail, they take uh, 2d6 plus five radiant damage, and it's. Uh, each creature of your choice that you can see within range, and it's got a five-foot range. Aha! Okay, I see. So you're just you're standing near Bearjaw and Scrimcorn, and just divinely smiting uh, the rats in mass. Smite some rats. He's yes. making rat stacks. So Scrimcorn. I think this basically like square around Baron is gonna be rat-free. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a give me a give me the twenty roll. You do have to be able to see them. They are small and they're That's trying true. to climb up inside Scrimcorn's clothing. So uh, this, is gonna be, this is going to be more about your reaction speed, getting there, okay. uh, thinking of this and, and sort of acting and doing it before any rats could sort of like get out of sight. Uh, there are okay. a lot of them. It's a chaotic situation. It's a DC 15 uh, and it's acrobatics for reaction speed. What's the DC? Okay. Is mine the same? Yours, uh, Dan, was, uh, to, was to get all these rats. Um, I'm stomping on them. You're stomping on them. That's harder, so yours is 20. Yes, I fail. I rolled a 7. Or I got a 7. And Baron. Uh, acrobatics, I get like a 6. A 6. So Baron... Baron, uh... Rushes over to... Rushes over to Bearjaw and Scrimcorn and does this, and it is a... I mean, you get 20 rats in one go as they started more coalescing around Scrimcorn more and more as uh, as this divine what does it look like? Uh, it's, um, this here. is sort of like a mini version of what he does with like the big AoE divine light blast um, but it's just you know same sort of thing Moradin with your divine light burn my enemies uh, as so it's like a quick a, flash Yes, like a brief flash emanating from him and just smiting those about him. All right. So there's a, a brief flash and 
20 rats go still and uh, and fall over, collapse on the ground, but not before uh, a few of them uh, climbed up inside Scrimcorn's clothing, uh, scurrying around. Scrimcorn is trying to smash them. You hear the crunch of rat bones as he gets one under the elbow, uh, but the others uh, the others climb uh, up again, tw- coming up out of his uh, out of his collar, and uh, and Scrimcorn hears just amongst the uh, amongst the rat squeaking. Let's, let's get a good rat squeak here. And then you hear, like, as if they're continuing to make those noises. Uh, he hears the voice. Bring Snowbane out. Um, Scrim, who, through this experience, seems to react slightly more like a normal person would if rats were crawling all over <laughs> He's not freaked out by more. swarms and bugs and stuff like that normally, but this is... He clearly is stressed out um, in this situation and does not look like he's just at peace with uh, with these creepy crawlies. And he... Um, <clears throat> uh, and he suddenly shouts out uh, out into the air, but also to the rat, one would presume. She's in here! Come and get her! And keeps nice. trying to smash the rats. All right, as everyone is, as as Mock is continuing to uh, slice up the rats and Baron uh, blasting with divine energy, and Scrimcorn squishes uh, the remaining rats that are on him. It thins out, and the rats are basically gone within just a few minutes. Scrim is out of breath. He's exhausted. Level one. <laughs> Kevin, did you oh, have something it, to say? Oh, there you yeah. Go. Um, if the, they're nay here within another 30 minutes, I'll have an idea so we could at least get a look at him. I could create an illusion of Virgil flying as we've had her do in the past and send her down to the island and see what comes out for her. Lord, hey. It's not bad. It'd be nice to at least see what we're about to deal with. Well, let us see if your message back to them has any effect. We'll wait another half an hour and then do so. Aye. So, Greg, if nothing happens within a half, Drewston will take action. 24 minutes later. Oil <laughs> <laughs> vein. Eight gold <laughs> Oil vein sees through the spyglass motion on the horizon. I guess it wouldn't be the horizon. Motion down below on the island. Down below? Yeah. I mean, not on straight down. On the island. The island is down below because you're in a castle. We're in a what? Is this a literal castle? Yes. I mean, y- yeah. Mm. That was a joke. That was a little okay. Train, train, oh, train okay. Station. Train station. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like... The best thing about that joke is Greg will forever doubt his description. I mean, yes! Yes! <laughs> like, Greg is... That's a Zoolander moment. Like, Seriously? So... Over this? Right. A model, idiot. 
So, oil vein, you see motion down below. You see, you see the shrubbery uh, uh, grow droopy. You see the trees become sickly. The ground gets a, uh, a brown, brackish liquid moving over it. As, uh, as you focus on this area in the spyglass, you see three figures at a distance climb up out of the stony ground and, uh, and stand up on the surface. Uh, all three are standing shoulder to shoulder, and they are looking straight back up at you. What do they look like? Uh, oil vein. He's a. Uh, he's trying to keep his gaze. His, his uh, He's staring through the spyglass, but he's also trying to like reach behind him. He does enough uh, bug rushes there or unga, but then he's trying to like signal someone to make sure that they. They know if they're if they're, or he's trying to get their attention too. Like, yeah. You say they. It's only Bogrash behind you. And Anga. Oh, and Anga. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And Snoot apparently. He's trying Snoot. to grab. He's trying to grab an owl. So he's. Gra- what is he doing exactly? You said he's. He's a. Uh, he's just he trying to like. Uh, he's getting their attention. He's like, Unga Bogrash Snoot, look. I see Bogr- three of them down there. Bogrash says, "I see it. What do they look like?" <laughs> What do they look like? They've got like the things. I'm trying to grab my. Um, uh, give me a second here, for my description. Oh dear. I, I need what do they something. look like, Kevin? They look completely harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Big smiles. <laughs> they are congenial. They're surrendering. <laughs> They're waving little white I flags. Think that's an apology. I think one of them's crying. <laughs> They brought gifts. They brought them. Treasure chest. Come on. Let us kill something. Come on. Come on. It'd be really nice of you. It is that. It's pretty far away. It's pretty far away, but it is is through the spyglass. You can see three humanoid figures, each of them wearing what looks to be loose, ragged robes, perhaps, perhaps. Except for one of them, who is uh, who is shirtless and whose body has Ooh. huge boils all around its shoulder, Ooh. boils on the shoulders that grow up so high that the head is almost engulfed by it. Ooh. The other two have long, matted uh, black hair, and uh, they all seem to have uh, a sickly green, uh, sickly green skin tinge. Can't we get the Boils guy a robe? <laughs> He's the one who needs the robe the most. <laughs> he needs to cut. That's what up. you see, Oil Vein. What do you do? Oil Vein. Uh, I mean, he's you know he's seen seen some very unsavory characters back in Skull, but these guys look pretty gross. Uh, he uh, he takes a moment to kind of just you know uh, process what he's seen, kind of their their. Uh, the disgust that he feels right now and uh he uh turns around and he looks at the the gang around him it's like all right all right we gotta we gotta let them know we gotta let everybody know 
that we've got three spots so far. They're coming, they're starting to approach, they're making themselves known to us. So we better expect something to happen pretty soon. Anga says, hmm. All right, are you staying up Good there? Good Anga. Uh, he's staying up there, he's watching. He's also, he's uh, kind of trying to do a sweep of the area to make sure that there aren't more of them showing up. Besides just the three. Good but he's trying to like roll a perception check. Perception check. Drewston reports below. Hmm. Got twelve. And Anga got. Ooh, she got twenty-three. Nice. Does uh, Dresden can see through Anga's eyes, like so? Yeah, but I think it's Anga's perception roll still. That's how I've always. I know, but I mean, but if if oh yeah, yeah, he's them, then us inside are aware of them as well. Drusen's reporting on all. Yeah, you are already aware of them because Oilvane said it to Unga, and Drusen is telling all of you guys everything that is being said. You guys all are aware, so you should respond and role play if you feel like it. Yeah, Drusen's eyes currently look like eyes, right? They look like what? They look like owl eyes. Oh, owl eyes. You ears look like owl. Ew. Okay, I apologize because I am I'm looking for my uh, correct document here that has you gotta move your hand really important things in it that I am unable to currently find. Look for the document titled Real Important Stuff. Important Stuff. Well, what it is is it's the septicemia shit, but it's... uh, They're goblins. Are you concerned about the security of your septicemia shit? I'm going to go grab a beer. Bye, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to uh, do that. It has been already begun for quite some time. Now it ends. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll continue next week. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's the end of the campaign. That's the end of the campaign. (laughs) That's the end of the season. Oh, Oh, there it is. She jumps out the window and surrenders. We just hang off the cliff. And next week, we play as the Septicemia. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping to kill the infidels who have holed up in this holy tower. <laughs> and desecrated it as monsters. I don't want to cover up my boils. I'm proud of my boils. So what were the three? There was one with boils. And the other two are just wearing ratty clothes. Yeah. Ratty catty clothes. Yeah, the, the other two Ratty look uh, look very similar to each other. You know, they're they're both just more like kind of the form, <clears throat> the the general build of a human, a bit hunching a of, bit more of uh, kind of everything <laughs> that you would think of in scrimcorn, just exaggerated. Um, mm. You know, just a bit more, a bit better, a bit more interesting, and they, uh, they keep it more scrim than scrim, harder, faster. Yeah, scrim. just scrimmier. Scrimier. Scrimier. Scrim clones. And, uh, okay, I found the notes that I was looking for. Um, and... That's right. Okay. They begin to walk forward. Did we resolve the, uh, oh. What was the re- Resolve. Uh, of the perception. I don't know if that's what you're doing. Oh, sorry. No, I was not. Um, uh, okay, yeah. The perception check was for... Say that again. I got distracted. Yeah, did did they see anyone else? He, Oilvane ah, and Anga were no, looking for no, additional... No, and, and between the two of you, you get a... What was the result of yours, Oilvane? 
I know Kevin's was huge. Um, I think I had a was it a fifteen or a twelve? No, it was a yeah. twelve. Uh, it was a twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Well. Drewston is pretty certain, looking through Anga's eyes, uh, that there's not anything else at least approaching the uh, the castle from elsewhere, uh, as he's got a pretty good view of it as uh, as Anga's owl uh, owl head swivels all around and looks. Yeah. And uh, oil vein, your gaze snaps back to the septicemia as they begin walking forward at a leisurely yeah. pace and as yeah. they do so the brackish uh the brackish ground just forms before them as they take steps the uh the the water level rises in their feet the ground starts sinking down to create more of a basin for the swamp water to grow in you see vines starting to grow up out of them and onto the less affected uh land around you the island is being terraformed before your eyes as they walk forward. Uh, they are, as I said, they are walking leisurely this direction, but it's not a gigantic island. It's about five times the size of this castle. And uh, we'll only take them only take them ten minutes walking this direction. Scrimcorn can totally do that. I mean, creep walk as well. He can spread swamp. Probably less than ten minutes. Five times the island. Ten minutes. They're walking, the they're walking leisurely. They're approaching the castle. They're moseying. Well, let's see how they make way with the bridge all out. Ha ha ha. <laughs> 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 um, we, we broke it with the heads. All right. Everyone is staying in their battle stations, right? Yep. You're not going yeah. to, at the 11th hour, right as they approach, break all the plans that you set? Wait, what no, we don't have a history of doing that. Just no. checking. What did you, you say? say? Just has DM PTSD. No, nah, you killed all the rats. What was the um, thing you asked, Kevin? Oh, I was saying, what if we just give him Snow Bay? You know, change <laughs> plans. Yeah. Uh, an interesting story. The septicemia, if that is what Olivain is looking at. So, Olivain, you staying standing there on the edge of that uh, rickety wooden platform? Um. Well, when you put it that way. I'm just asking. I mean, it's where you put your mini. I'm clarifying that where you put your mini is truth. I didn't know it was rickety. Um, Yeah, he's going to stay. This whole place is... uh, (laughs) Something feels rickety. Wait, this whole thing is rickety? Guys, we got to get outside. (laughs) Who built this? Jump out the windows. This is human construction. Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah, he's... uh, yeah, he'll he'll stay here a little bit longer. Okay, but. so they are they are only thirty feet from the base of the castle. You're basically looking straight down at them as uh, as the largest one, though the 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 hunchback one with the with all the boils uh, looks straight uh, looks up at Oil Vane, and she points. <gasps> It's a she. Looks like a she. Hard to tell. <laughs> hey, oil thing, don't assume. Ask her for, you know. What do you do, oil thing? Uh, pronoun. Are you staying there? <laughs> Are you a lady? What's the range between oil vein and this gay, this lady? Uh, it's yeah. 60, feet 60 feet down. And since in this world, right. uh, 
diagonals don't cost any more distance. It's 60 feet. 60 feet. 50 feet. Oh, okay. 60 feet is the range um, of a bunch of spells. Roughly. That's the that's the distance to the water. Yeah. So, more like 50. Is, uh, so she's... This, uh, this person is pointing at oil vein? Just yes. pointing at it? That's correct. Um... Okay, he's just gonna keep watching, but he does say to the... She's pointing at me! <laughs> Uh, and Tristan sees this as well and Bogra says Bray says we should get down with the others before too long oh alright alright but but it's your call he says yeah he he kind of does that thing he's like he's kind of leaning over the edge now he will he's not quite he's a little bit prone he's like holding on to it but then he kind of does one of those like he crawls backwards while trying to not take his eye off them uh, with the spyglass I just remember alright alright it is time says, fair job use the yes. rest of that turtle wax okay unscrews the cap spell slot number two <laughs> Dips her hand into it. Uh, the like, minis are over here of the Septicemia. It's by the supposed way. to burn. Ooh. You can take a moment to uh, admire them. They are colored by what I will refer to them as. So, uh, mm-hmm. that. purpley. The green machine. They're colored after who they're going to kill. Oh, it's oh, got okay. a bunch of magic coming out of a staff. That's what's going on. Yes. Yes. All right. That's cool. And see this I one? Call the magic like guy. I said, is pointing at what? Hunchback. Thing. Hunchback. Got, got boils. Nice. Oh, that's the one with the boils. Yes. Yeah. It says all boils. It's so boily. Yeah, is it's it, a are lot they of boils. Boil, toil, and trouble. They're it's all rocking Red, purple, and green. So, uh, but, they okay. are standing yeah. below, uh, pointing at oil vein, but nothing has when they point, and then Oilvane sees each of them start rising upwards as the brackish, uh, the, 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 the swampy ground beneath them, all these vines are, uh, are spreading out from their area. When they stand there and stay still, the vines grow out more and more. Some of them start snaking towards the tower, although you don't have a good uh, you don't have a good vantage on that. They, the vines start growing over the gap of where the bridge, the, the little drawbridge thing down at the surface level was, and they start growing over that gap and uh, creating more and more of a solid platform bridging hmm. the distance. But beneath each of these, uh, beneath each of these figures, these druids, these septicemia, I'm going to defeat Butters in a second because he's getting annoying. Um, is a large vine uh, atop which each of them are standing as they rise up higher and higher and higher. It is slow. I mean, remarkably fast for a vine growing, uh, but it is. Uh, they are rising up from the ground, getting closer and closer to oil. Anga's going to start flying back. <laughs> <laughs> move your, move your minis to your positions, guys. Well, that's an interesting development, says Bogrush to Oilvane. Ace, ace, ace. Oh, just 
they're creepy too. Let's make our way down. Just as you say this, uh, hang on, I set the, all this stuff up so long ago, I'm having to wrap my head around uh, all of it, so please give me one moment to review uh, these things that I wanted to get. Um, all my stuff is scattered now. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that's right. All right. The uh, yeah, they just continue to rise up. Are you are you leaving the area? Yeah, he's uh he's starting to leave. down to meet the others. So he heads he heads back to the stairwell. Yeah. And heads down. You lose sight of them as you move away from the edge. Butters, calm your body. Uh, I have one quick item. Uh, do your quick item, please, because I gotta feed the dog. So I'm gonna go mute real quick. Cool. Uh, I, I don't remember if we said anything about Betsy. Did I say something about bleeding Betsy? Because I thought I said no. nothing. I don't think I don't recall anything. anything about Betsy. I, we have a I would. She hates being on the airship and would prefer to be on good hard stone. I have an inclination to have her here, unless I said something before, in which case I would stick to that. You did not say anything before, so I think you can call it out now. What you? Yeah, she's gonna be here. Where is she? Um, I know she, there's a, a on the a, roof. A, a mini. She's 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 no with us. Betsy in, is uh, on the roof. Yeah. Just oh, uh, she's great. I never even saw her. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. I was looking for her earlier. What her she was? Well, she you know subterranean critter. This makes Lens it easy. With a stone. Can she burrow through stone floors? Uh, like she could make she can mine through floor, stone floor, in a remarkable time, given that she eats stone as a snack. But uh, I don't think she has, like, stone walk, for instance. Um, just for the fun of flavor and combat, how high is the ceiling in here? Yeah. I think we've said 20 feet. I thought Definitely they were 10. not 20 feet, it's 10 oh, feet. 10, 10 feet. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it is shorter ceilings, than a uh, typical castle would normally be oh, right. constructed, and it's noticeable. Um, but upon realizing the nature of this this castle, all of the sort of odd construction concessions, like the fact that it's exactly like the same square dimensions on every floor, makes you know makes a lot of sense. Uh, I just I was talking about Betsy, who I hadn't yeah. thought about, but is definitely here. I'm just drawing a little four square over here. This is these are the four squares of Betsy, and I am putting characters on them. Ah. Oh, just to like have it be. Because um... Edith will be on Betsy as well. Good idea. Well, here I can How do it. How big is way. Betsy? If uh, Betsy is four by four, she's large. So here, um, try this. if you like other dimensions, we can give the. You mean four by four? You mean two by two? Oh, two by two. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Woo. Two by okay. Two. Cool. Uh, Oh, well, every time you move them, they might fall, but it's kind of neat to have them actually here. Ah. I, you guys are scraping the ceiling with your heads. Yeah, well, Mog, not really. He's under five feet tall, and she's not over five, so... There. I had to, uh... She's got a, she's got a, a cube collision box now, so she's essentially got a flat top. Uh, oh, cool. Put stuff on. Very cool. Flat I think top. that looks better. I don't know, it looks a little janky. But it's nice to see where you are. Um, okay. 
Uh, oil vein and Bogrush. You gotta manage uh, Bogrush, Kevin. Keep him with you. Okay. Uh, oh, and you gotta manage yourself. You're still up here. You're not on the roof, right? I'm not on the roof. I'm down here. So let's see. Anga's gonna stay on here the roof. Here are the stairs. So this is where you come down the stairs. She's gonna fly the stairs uh, here. like 80 feet. 80 feet above the roof of the... Um... Yeah, so she's with 100 feet of me. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Makes sense. Keep an eye she, uh, she can indeed see them. Uh, and... I am getting something here. What does that do? Oh, wait, hold on a sec. Santa yes, makes a good point. Sorry. Um... Tip, like, like technically a large creature wouldn't Betsy occupy a two by two by two uh, yeah. space yeah. and if this is a ten foot if there's a ten foot ceiling then she could be here but she would have a hard time being ridden unless we use she, the she logic is, of narrative the logic of narrative like, always rules the space spacing yeah. is for the for, you don't take up five feet nobody does that's a large space that's, that's the amount of space cubes. that you command <laughs> except for gelatinous cubes that's the amount of space that you command in combat perfect it's the space that people good, cannot then. enter because you are a combatant fighting um so you're you're fine the I bullet is also essentially i command you're not on top of her space you are within her space i am yeah. within i i am in yeah. her and also in, in a mechanical sense <laughs> you don't extend the space of something you mount so if we do want to get yeah. it, ah, pure true. mechanics, you're not, you're not a five foot cube above a ten foot cube. Oh, that's right. Also, also a good point. Um, but uh, but you know there are this, other weird uh, so geography um, nuances to D and D worlds, so it's always worth checking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. In that case, since you're all down below. Anga's up top. Roll initiative. Yeah. Roll okay. initiative. This Remember one. those for exhausted. You have uh, disadvantage. That one. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I get so advantage on Okay, that. so here's That's the thing, guys. One. When you have your advantage, Ooh. type it into the chat and don't type other things. <laughs> and then I will get our initiative together. Oh no! Both my dice rolled into the <laughs> the chest. It's a good shot. It's really annoying. Okay. It's like, got a three total. Uh, <laughs> roll them. Uh, there you one. Go. Okay. Sam, roll off. <laughs> Race to the bottom. I got a nine. Oh, total of ten with the I, bonus. I, I got a total of nine. Okay. Or I got a total of eleven, I mean. So, okay. So, I did beat you. So, you're 3A? Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we should have Bearjaw and Mox Switch or... Like, I think we should have Bearjaw go as late in the initiative as possible to be able to react with whatever craziness happens. Sure. Um, and then currently... Yeah, if you, if you want to do it that way, I'm cool with that. I, I'm recommending if you're open to that. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, wait, who, who switched? 
I'm switching Mach and Bear Jaw to give her a chance to react to whatever might happen early in the initiative. Makes. Or if she goes earlier, she has a chance she... to rage. Void damage. Mm. Uh, the, the, that's, uh, that's actually a good point, too, but I mean, I don't know. But what I'll, if... lose, I'll lose that, though, if I don't attack what someone. If not, what if they're not here yet? Like, they're not, and they're not on the scene. Good point. Man, I've got a lot of rages. I don't. I don't this want is a good rages, discussion. So. Um, do you want to go early then? This thing in the instant. I think. I think it's just that Mock makes the call. There's no time Very for well. a whole lot of. This is during yeah. the initiative roll. I'm okay I'll, with I'll, I'll flavor it that way. way. Here, let's do it. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's push push her down. Push her down in the initiative. Yeah, Bear, Bear Jaw gets ready to like heft her hammer up. I'll mm -hmm. ship these guys around as we as we bring in stuff. All right. Okay, uh, oh, I suppose I should. Uh, I suppose I should roll for them, huh? What well, I think I got a red um, and a and green one. And now, don't forget, I'm taking the wow. hands of Ao off the initiative. Um, and I'm gonna put Aurora Ayo. in there so we remember to roll for her. Uh, Agreed, she will. She will be at the bottom because right. her actions are off turn. And, uh, well, oh, remember to roll in that sense. I see. Yeah, we roll for her, but then she also doesn't have. <clears throat> does she also have an action in addition to us being able to get advantage or disadvantage no. by using her? No. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. So she doesn't have a an active action. Yeah, yeah. She should be at the bottom, like you have her. Uh, these are the first two rolls from the Septicemia, by the way. One. Oh, I like and you got two. one and two, <laughs> and then and eighteen. 18. Uh, really? So the septicemia, gosh, I'm having a hell Did of a you, time you... with my multiple windows here because all my stats are outside of Tabletop Simulator. So it's 1, 2, and 18? Mm. Is that right, Greg? Uh, no, I'm getting the actual values. Okay. Uh, when is it done, possible to play Tabletop Simulator in a windowed mode? Of course. That's what I'm That seems doing. like that'd be easiest. Uh, it's not, that's not um, easier. I'm in full no. screen window, but it's it's okay. like it's not. I still have to alt tab and context switch and find the right window and mm, all the rest. Gotcha. Each of the windows I need is big. Is the problem. Ah. Uh, if I could just make a teeny tiny little thing, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a you know still adapting to this different way of doing things. Um, so the red septicemia uh, has a two. Wow, that's pretty shitty. Um, the purple septicemia has a 20, and the green okay. septicemia has a 4. Okay. They are also oh, that's better than, needing uh, a dex character in their group. That's actually so good. So red has a worse dex, and purple and green have a plus 2 to dex, so keep that in mind for saving throws. You said uh, green got 4, Greg? Is that right? Green has uh, four. That's correct. Okay, that works. Just next time, put it in chat. Just for record. So it looks a lot like Oil Vein, then Purple, then Mock, Dress, and Bear Jaw, then Green, then Scrim and Baron, and Red. And we roll a roll. So if, unless someone uh, calls that as something wrong, it's Oil with Purple on deck. All right. Who'd you say was first? Oil, then purple on deck. Oil vein. Okay, so uh, just a where they come. They're coming in. 
maybe from the roof. These two stairwells uh, here and here are the two obvious ways down from the roof. Oh, okay. The black dots are blocked out. Gotcha. They are collapsed. Yeah, they're like walls, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Oil vein is gonna. I, uh, let's say this: as as Oil vein comes down in here, and Bogrush uh, joins him, giving you the news of what's going down <coughs> up top. You can little drips of water start dripping down from the stone ceiling above you. Oof. A a smell of uh, of decaying. Uh, what would it be like? Uh, smell of decaying plants. Rot uh, uh, is uh, starts to just fill the space. A smell of decay. A smell of decay. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Decay. All right. Um, okay. So he can. So let's see. We move uh, to a good position or something. I don't know. Yeah, we got. Uh, do, do you want to take? Oh, oh, do you want to take this over here? This this corner opposite mock. I don't know where, where's my pointer tool. What's it? Control. Uh, Just tap, tab, tab, tab. A tab right here, like this corner. Just so we have like the exits covered. Keep them in the middle. All right. Idea. Um, well, they're gonna be coming from. Yeah, they might come it's, through there. That's front lines. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's right. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Then. I guess we're. Guess then, uh, right yeah. Here. Wherever you're right. Yeah, we'll cover this corner here. And, uh, let's see. Got some steam character, some swampy mm, characters. Um, yeah, Oil Vane's gonna ready his, uh, his, uh, whatchamacallit? His shatter spell. Okay, and you know that, that, that takes the spell slot. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. And what's the trigger? Triggers, uh, as soon as he sees coming down the stairs that they just uh, that they just came down from this stairs so any... okay yeah all right before you go greg uh should yes. aurora be on the board she should um i had some thoughts to complicate the mechanics but i think we have enough things going on let's just have her on the board and we'll move her to wherever she's helping people I like that. I'm just gonna put it over here, just so. I have this idea that she could actually be present on the board and be uh, susceptible to area attacks and such. But let's go with the simpler version for today, and then, you know, we can discuss. Sounds later. Good to me. Okay. V1. Exactly. Also, just I'm trying to manage all of this. We haven't done a big. The the Kuatoa combat did not prepare me for the complexity of of what I have here. Uh, okay. Oil vein's done. That's my turn. Uh, it is. It's purple. one of those of the Zimia. It's purple. It and is, is on deck. Purple Simia. Okay. I, am. I like that. Purple Simia. Green Simia. Red Simia. Mm. Simia. Scarlet Simia. Or Viridian Simia, if you're feeling, uh, mm-hmm. you know, exciting. Verdant. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm just reading some spells. So give me a. All good. <laughs> give me you a, have a lot of mechanics to deal with, which you don't deal with often. I'm yeah, happy to. It's you know. really annoying. 
Um, but also fun. <laughs> I mean, that's why we play, right? So, oh, I see Boil, Toil, and Trouble. Okay, lovely. I like it. So, I'm going to roll that's a yes-no die Macbeth. here. I don't have a yes-no die. Uh, odd is yes. Ooh, that's even. You hear the wet, sloshing footsteps and the dragging of a ratty robe come from the southeast stairwell um, as slowly walking down the stairs. She comes stepping, step, step. And uh, as her face becomes visible coming down the coming down the stairwell you can see the just the grotesque i mean there's there's boils and scars and uh and other damage to every just part of this person that was once a human elf something taller than a dwarf but it's really kind of hard to tell much more uh now but uh as she comes down, she has a wicked grin, grinning ear to ear as she steps down slowly, and she says, uh, and she speaks and says, We just want the god's spark, and the rest of you can live. Who responds first? <laughs> Does no one uh, respond? Uh... I mean, Scream wants to respond with a ballista bolt, but um, if you, I don't give, think give you me, have a line. Me, give me one second. If no one responds, that's fine. No, uh, I, mean, I, I feel yeah. like we're all just ready ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am waiting for Scrim and Bearjaw. If they won't, I'm happy to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that's where Baron's head was at. I see. I'm mm -hmm. looking for them first before talking. Yeah, Kaylin, do you have? Do you have anything, uh, anything to say? No. Dry action movie lines before you <laughs> take a puff no, on the cigarette. No, fuck off! I, I do not. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's what we needed. Nothing. Then she responds and says, Then you will die! And uh, as she points her... Thank you, whoever got that reference. I'm appreciative of that. Um, as she points... <laughs> Uh, then she points her staff forward, uh, her big old, does she, her staff has a purple top? Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, she's all purple. Everything's purple. Looks pretty purple to me. Yeah, she's purple. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, uh, she points it forward and it glows and flames start erupting all throughout the room. So uh, I'm going to react to that. Oh, please do react is to that. Casting a she spell. is casting a spell. I am going to use a fourth level counter spell. She's about uh, so, 50 feet from you? So it is yeah, higher right? than level four. So how does it work? Okay. So In fact, the first time you've used it where you I hadn't know. accurately guessed exactly what the level of the spell I was casting was. I have to make an ability check. Um, and the DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. That would be 17. Before okay. you roll on it. success, the creature's spell fails and has no effect. 
Would now, like my spellcasting ability check is just, uh, uh, oh, uh, it is a plus four. Okay. And I'm going to have Aurora help. Yes. Do you, do you have portents? I'm just calling them out so we're remembering. I do, but not enough. I have an 11 and a 6. I'm moving her okay. over you. Oh, so what is at, the difficulty? It's 17. Yeah, yeah. So Aurora will have to help. So, no, Aurora uh, actually pops up over there. Yeah, oh, I was nice. going to say, I got an idea. She was hiding uh, in the ruins of this ballista here. And she, uh, uh, Justin says, no! And she pops out and just like bashes into uh, into a toil here um, enough just barely to offset her concentration a bit as Drewston pulls out Zolmar's uh, hourglass, which is glowing with purple fire. So he's going to get advantage to this roll. All right. And he, that's not a roll, that's just one. I know, I like how you have it set to 20 already. It's, it's wishful thinking. <laughs> I think someone else did that. <laughs> I think Dan did that last time. Uh, and plus four to this. Oh, yeah. All of your five. dice are set to maximum. <laughs> I don't you guys oh. oh, that's a one oh, and a... So close. 16. Is that a 16? Oh, I my needed God. I mean, it is 17. That's it. Aurora's out of the game. Uh. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the fire does go into like the initial blast of fire goes into the hourglass but it's just not enough and more and more fire glooms outward so and as not cancel the spell and as that happens she just lets out a (laughs) as flame erupts (laughs) from everywhere in this place a veritable Fire storm. Ooh. Oh my god, this tool has a problem. Do we still have those uh, five max hit point bonus? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Your maximum hit point is increased by five for eight okay. hours. Great. And you also you have, have 10, ten temporary ten. hit points. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, so it is up to 10, 10 foot cubes. So. It is here. Two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so it can't get Bear Jaw and Scrimcorn. That's right. Uh, yes. But it can get everyone else. Uh, it, it, it doesn't gulf everyone else. So it's, it's sort of, if I draw my little line here, it's like this whole area here. Yeah. Um, Does it think... persist? Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it you know, it damages objects in the area and ignites flammable objects that aren't being worn or carried. So, yeah, it, uh, it's all stone, though. Objects. There's wooden. Sorry, I say it's a lot stone. It's, it's, yeah. You guys have pretty much like yeah. cleared this place out of like, the like detritus and debris and stuff. So there's not much to catch on fire, we'll say. But the, I wish but the, the pens could be smaller. But the flames. Well, yeah, it's because I blew this up. I could do it a different yeah. way next time. Yeah. Next but time. uh. But yeah, the flames just embroil around. How do we make this a little swampy? I'm going to be asking for that all night to help. Uh, it's a uh, gas fire. It smells like oh, uh, natural yeah. gas. Oh, perfect. It's, it's more so like we, a methane we smell explosion. The marsh, we smell the marsh gas, and then all of a sudden just... Oh, yeah. See yes. the stones. Oh, perfect. As yeah. He's walking down the stairs. You smell it the moment before. It just... 
it's more of an explosion than a uh, than an engulfing of fire. And uh, okay, so everyone that is in that area, so I believe that is everybody except for Bearjaw and Scrimcorn, needs to roll a uh, saving throw. It is DC 17. You are looking for a. I'm looking. Where the hell does it say? Dexterity. Yes, it's always dexterity. Dexterity 17. Dexterity 17. Mm. Am I in that? Everyone except for Bearjaw and Scrimcorn. No. We are good. Should I roll for Valden or are we not doing? No, we're, we're not doing. rolling for the. It went from a 4 to a 19. Justin. Okay. Wow. Uh, I did not. That's a okay. failure from Baron. 14. All right, keep track of your own failure or not. Um, of course, you always would. I need my D10s here. <clears throat> Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, and so, that's so. here comes the roll. So it's full damage on a failed save and half damage yep. on a successful save. Uh, here it comes. Chihuahua. What do we got here? Oh, those can are some big even? numbers. Yeah, yeah what's, uh, I, I can sum it. It is 41 damage what what type pretty good fire, fire damage oh okay. baron is happy about that oh, just all right no baron baron's very happy about that uh, it was 41 40, fire damage so 41. 20 for me 20 damage for baron all right how's everyone doing good those temporary hit I'm, points are gone. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very. I'm, yeah, I'm still pretty close to my original max hit points. Burned yeah. through the extra. Burned through after, 15 of them. After everything, I took uh, based on my usual hit point five damage. But wow. <laughs> there goes a lot of the. That was that hurt. I'm at 19 out of 50. Right? Ooh. Ooh, boy. Alrighty. That was fun. So yeah, that was fun. I like that. I should do that more often. Um, yeah. You should. Mystery eggs. So, who's up next, Dan? <clears throat> oh, so that's uh, that is all the that is all the toil does. Uh, Mock is up with Dresden on deck. Okay. Then let's see here. Hmm. And then Edith has her. Oh. The description. Sorry, where should I look for Edith's description now? Where's the best place? Your uh, on her picture. On the picture. picture. Oh, the picture. Gotcha. I was looking the at description. She adds a die right. of damage to each attack. Right. Absolutely. Well, to to any um, one attack. Right. Not like if there's if there's multiple attacks, it's one of those attacks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It makes sense. Um. Mock will. Close. Let's make sure I'm forty. Yeah, I will. I'll say you'll never get the merja <laughs> and charge in there. Pink. <laughs> he doesn't have handle animal. He just doesn't. No, doesn't do that. Ah. Uh, there we go. And we'll let go a series of normal attacks. Just uh, 
a series of normal series attacks. Of normal attacks. Oh, that's right. One that's one punch that man. Netflix. That's what I was about to say. One that's one punch. <laughs> man. A series uh, of I, normal I, punches. And this is yes. against uh, <laughs> this is against uh, toil. Yeah, yes. against uh, purple semia. So that is a going to be a. That is a 11 versus AC. 11 versus AC will not hit. Okay. And that is going, the next one will be a 25, 26 versus AC. If you mouse over toil. Oh, now those are AC, lovely. There you go, AC 16. Hmm. Wonderful. Okay. Just disclosing the AC to the players so that we can all just know if it hits so we can move on to the next step has been such a huge time saver. Yeah. It's one of those small things we started doing and realized it was a very good idea. Uh, Okay. Then I'm going to use a goading attack. He needs to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. DC 15, wisdom saving throw. Gotta use the purple die. Wasn't yeah. planning on that, but I like it a lot. Oh, rolled to a 19. Uh, that'll definitely ah, succeed. Good. Okay, um, then on, I will just simply roll damage and get a damage on top of it. So I'm gonna roll 2d10. Okay. Uh, let's put it, put it down. This is not a roll. This is me just getting my that I need. And as a reminder, if you want uh, to do the quick roll, you can use the red tray. Yeah, I appreciate that. I definitely insist on rolling dice. I, I completely... Part, you, part of me is really inclined. Manually. Yeah. Part of me is really inclined to just use my manual dice, which I have here, but I also understand that people want to see these things. It's just slow. Okay, so that's nine plus... Uh, there we go. Okay, so that is going to be uh, 14 damage. Slashing. 14, wait. Oh, slashing. Slashing damage. Yes, 14 and slashing this, damage. You got it. This is very much an exploratory uh, attack. Mach rushed in with a lot of kind of like vigor and verve and kind of calling to Edith to coordinate as he kind of like goes low and she goes high trying to open up and, and avoid being blocked by the staff. Um, but really, very much just testing. This is like, is is he going to use that test that that staff for any sort of martial defense? And you know, is there is there going to be any sort of resistance or resilience? What uh, what what effects does Mock observe as he comes in for a mundane weapon attack? Uh, what Mock observes is uh, what Mock observes is a relatively calm demeanor as he comes in with this attack. The uh, the sh- the septicemia, she is, uh, she's, he can sense a, a proficiency in her. She moves the staff in a way to sort of get ready for the attack, but it still hits her, and Mott gets the sense that, not that she let it happen, but that she could have potentially done more. And right after the attack, wait, are you done with your attacks? Uh, that is, yeah, that is all the attacks I'm going to send. As, is it, are you done with your turn? Uh, no, I'm going to do a second wind just to get some healing. Are you going to move but, uh, or attack more? I'm not going to move or attack more. Gotcha. I might as well just do your, do, do your second. You're doing your second wind, and after that, um, yeah. there's a, as the, as the attack yeah, lands and some blood is drawn, she just uh, looks 
up at Mock, because uh, with Mock on top of Betsy, he's a, a little bit coming from above, as, uh, as she just says, <laughs> Mock, they say. And uh, then starting to grow up out of the stone behind him. I need to go to my notes. I'm all scattered here. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's that guy. Um, hang on. It's more than that. <laughs> it's a um, customer who wants to buy something from Mock. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and let's and, negotiate. <laughs> and he's got that look on his face. He's willing to pay sticker price. <laughs> Mock's he's like, deadly I'm, serious. I, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. I, I have to take care what of it. What it is, is it's here. Amongst the, uh, in the area where the, where the ballistas were, did, did you, you guys, there's some stuff left over. You didn't get rid of yeah. all the ballistas, there's right? There's some broken, there's busted like bits. broken, yeah. busted bits here. The wood portions of those start to grow outward. You hear the cracking and splintering of wood as, uh, multiple parts of the wood just start flying through the air and coalescing into this larger and larger thing. It's like the long, long, long dead wood that had been shaped and cut into these uh, into these constructions is just getting their natural form back. They are regrowing into uh, what could be a, a living tree of some sort. And that is when uh, it takes form right next to Mach. I'm pulling it out here. And you hear and you see Scrim mouth to himself. We cleared the plants, but not the wood. And uh, this guy is uh, huge oh in size. Goodness. So he is uh, three, by three by three. three he doesn't three. have a base, so we're just going to need to... Uh, he, just keep an, okay. keep an Can eye he on fit I think in the room, height-wise? So, uh, yeah, I mean, he fits to the size of the room because he's being made... Uh, but it is a good point. He is uh, he is going all the way up to the ceiling. His uh, his swampy uh, his swampy sort of like dripping with almost a almost a black like gross water dripping down the the wood is rubbing against the ceiling as it moves towards uh, as as it forms and takes a big thumping step towards Mach. You can hear the the branches scraping against the stone uh, ceiling above. In fact, he would have been taller. Just that first move like snaps off a bunch of uh, branches and part of the wood from above. Uh, even starts to, even cracks the stone in one small part. As, so as he enters it, my square, I'm going to use my threatening reach. Uh, please do. That's true. I will. <laughs> and, uh, this this uh, haughty druid, thinking that it has so many, so much knowledge of 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 mock and so many uh, kind of un, unknown and unanticipated tactics, uh, grows this 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 foul swampy minion, and uh, that minion receives a twenty-one versus AC. Twenty-one versus AC. All right, that will uh, that will. Well, let me let me check his stats. Yeah, that will hit. And it can also make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw whenever it's prepared to do so. A DC. Oh, that's going to be not enough. I got a uh, nine. Mock holds the gaze of this druid as as she cackles and mutters insanely about, you know, Mock 
and uh, grosser minion. And then at the last second, he just snaps, digging deeply into the kind of like rickety and kind of uh, and brittle wood towards the base of uh, of one of these legs. And, you know, in, in classic giant fighting style, just essentially hamstrings this thing, causing it to kind of like teeter for a moment, lose its balance. And he says, I thought we were here for a fight, druid. Uh, and so it is It is frightened of Mach until the end of my next turn. The Triantis? The Triantis. And it will take right. some damage as well. All right, I'll give me that, that damage. damage in a second. It will take... Dan, the Triant is coming in after Mach in the initiative order. Thank you. Okay, it will take... Have you used your Edith bonus? Uh, I I have. Uh, oh no. Yeah yeah yeah. I did I did. I rolled TD ten on the last one. Um, this will be. Uh, no, I didn't use it on the last one. I'll use another one. Good call. I intended to, but I forgot. Not that one. This one. Come on. Let's. Go. You gotta pull it fast. Don't don't click and hold yeah. before moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, six, eight, uh, 14 plus five, 19 damage on that guy. 19 damage to the Triant, a good first Beautiful. hit. What kind of damage? That's slashing damage. That one is slashing. Okay, you got it. Are your attacks web magical for the purposes of bypassing mundane damage reduction? Yes. Indeed. He has magic. All his swords are magic. Um, okay. All of my swords are you, uh, yeah, you got him. Well, you did everything that you said. Is that your That's turn? Correct. That's it. I'm done. Dan. It is Treebeard. Treebeard is up. So. Dressing on deck. Treebeard, uh, um, as it lumbers towards Mach and gets cut down slightly, it doesn't slow down. It also doesn't go super fast, but as it, uh, as it takes these big thundering steps forward, it reaches out multiple of its branches towards Mach as the branches grow out toward him, threatening to wrap him up. And uh, let's get an attack roll for that one. We'll use this It guy. should have disadvantage, I believe. Oh, uh, because of disadvantage on attacks, and yeah, I see that you're not moving it closer to Mach, but also that's that it, it is, cannot move any it closer. It is adjacent to Mach. It, it, it cannot get closer to Mach. Uh, it, oh, okay. It is adjacent. Yeah, I just I was looking at the square that the feet were in. Great. Well, we're good. so uh, you know, let's, let's remember no, no, that three by three. Yeah, it's three by three. No, that, that's that's totally good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's perfect. Yeah, you got. It. I would have made a base for him if I had. Uh, no, man, we're good. I, I think he's he's big enough to communicate that. Yeah, yeah oh, shake it up. Hoping it would be. Uh, okay, oh no, it is with disadvantage. So let's go with two rolls here. And here you go. The frightened Triant. Whoa, that is a good disadvantage roll. He gets a mere 13. That will not hit his AC if that's what we're going for. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, he does not hit. Uh, how does Maka? How does Maka? It's, it's a it's a simple again these these, these branches come at uh, at him with several tendrils right thinking yeah. that it's 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 the multiple limbs and then the kind of 
the the uh, the crowded growth that will overcome Mock's defenses. But he sees how how paltry and, and and weak these are. These are not any limbs that are coming with strengths like the core the core limbs and arms of this. And he just simply kind of like uh, wastes his time, kind of re- like loads his hip with some energy and then just flicks head shaver in a whirling kind of like bow staff movement and the 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 the, the flying blade just chops through them all easily like a buzzsaw leaving the limbs kind of hacked and, and and cut and without the length they need to to gain any sort of purchase and then betsy has a little snack or two on the bottom as the as the hay bale comes falling down in front of her all right does it let out any noise like a living creature in pain or is it no not not like that it just uh uh it's just the creaking and loud sort of cracking groaning of wood it seems like it's still growing from that original dead wood that's uh, that it's sort of animated into life and has grown into life once more who Very is here scrim mutter unnatural <laughs> who, is, who is next Oh, uh, sorry, that was, yeah, Justin with Fairjaw on deck. Oh. Okay. All right, these guys are going last. Drustin. Between a couple spells here. I thought you were taking a shot. You're just like, <laughs> it did sound like you were pouring something. Ugh. Okay. It burns. Dragon burns. Might not have effect this round, but we're going long term here. Justin yes. takes out his dried eel horn. <gasps> the eel horn. And uh, it. <laughs> he raises it to his lips and <laughs> the echo of the call of this lime lord of Sloth echoes in this ancient tomb as well. And beneath Toil's feet, perhaps she is used to this, but did not expect it to happen without her abilities. Slime bubbles up from the cracks in the stones. What's nice about this is it is uh, not concentration, just lasts for a minute. So whoever else comes down those stairs will have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, I know is she it? is good at Greece. I know she's good at deck, so she might probably succeed at this, but she has to make a dexterity 15 saving. Dexterity 15 for septicemia. <gasps> I don't know why you thought she was good at dex. Oh, for some reason I thought she... Uh, she has a 10. Oh, good. She falls prone. She is prone. So the slime kind of bubbles up around her. And, uh, and uh, you know, she puts down her staff to catch her, her kind of balance. But it slips out and, you know, she, she scrapes down the wall, falling to the ground. Gotcha. Uh, and Tristan says... Now, Berjo. Can you now have advantage to attacks? Can you do another yes. little one of those dice that gives the mechanics of that thing nearby? Grease, yeah. I'll oh, it's oh, up. it's just grease. Sorry, it's I, just grease. It's just grease. We know grease. But I'll type it's it up. Eel just horn, Greg. It was the eel horn. All right. <laughs> oh, so and as Drustin does that, uh, she. Her gaze snaps to Drustin, and uh, even as she's uh, as she's slipping to the ground, she says, "The wizard." And A green wizard to you. <laughs> wait, wait, that's our thing. Um, yeah, seriously. 
You're all spellcasters. You got your your target we, lines. We got the clouds. Stars. We got the vines. <laughs> the skin. The oils. Our brand. Our brand. Justin doesn't do a lot of green with the spells. Let's be honest. Like. Some of me does, but what he said. I, I, I appreciate the um, psychological warfare. Whose side are you on? So what? Uh, when she says this to Drustin, Drustin, uh, with his phenomenal perception, uh, sees. Uh, the ground around him, there are little bits of vines starting to grow up through the stones. They, they are like they're pushing through, but you can tell that it is they're they're. If this was outside. These things will be growing much faster. We'll say it that way. Okay. Uh, but uh, you yeah, can see these uh, this growth sort of struggling to sprout up beneath the ground all around Drustin, specifically. But nothing mm. happens yet, tangibly. Other than that, the, Dan, who's next? Or are you, are you done? Today. Justin, are you done? Oh, I'm all done. Uh, Greg, what's the range of those vines around just in my space, or is it... Uh, no, it's um, uh, around about 10 feet away from you as well. Oh, okay. Then I'll so actually move. A big area around you. 5, 10, 15. Uh, let's see. You guys are the full train. You can step on this green square. It looks yeah, so safe. Perfect. Very comforting. Uh, you know what? He'll just go through this door. <laughs> he backs up. Oh, no, but he wants to be able to counter spell. Oh, gosh. You don't want to be... Choices, choices. Out in the open, you can you can go through the door with the arcane lock. I know, but I want to be able to counter spell. Oh no! So I mean, is to stand by the door. That way, you can go through if needed. Yeah, they'll move over here. Is that out of the vines? Yes. I mean, it, you uh, know, you're just seeing a little bit pop up, but yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Half a dwarf, but all man. If okay. the vines are going to be there, we could draw that. There's a like, marker that can... says restraint. Nope. That, that's just a thing for me to keep track. And the vine, okay, there are no vines that there that, that matter, so don't mark them. Okay, then just... Okay, okay after Dristan is Snowbane. <laughs> Who? Okay, that's what it says in the um, tracker. Uh, fine. Okay, um... Snowbane will take a step forward. <laughs> Whoa. Three Whoa. Bringing, her, bringing her within 20 feet? Yes? Uh, you're 25 uh, feet away right now. Up. So the bad feet. news, Caitlin, is attacking at range to someone who's prone. You All right, that's what the inspiration die is for, uh, baby. <clears throat> Point. Yeah. So that evens it out. You can also get flanking yeah. on the green guy easily. Uh, no, we're going for yeah. oil. Um, and Bearjaw is going to step forward and she says, if you want to be introduced to the power of a god so badly, I will not deny you. Hopefully it's good. No, it's not the best I could done. Um, that's 15, though. Uh, it's 16. Oh, I see, because you canceled out the disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no good. It doesn't happen. I miss. Whoosh, over the top of her head. Well, you got two attacks, For your right? first attack. And then try again. Uh. Oh, uh, wait, wait, with disadvantage. Yeah, Sorry, disadvantage it. incoming. Oh, yeah. Comes down to this roll. Uh. Oh, oh, God. No, not good. <laughs> Tragically slow roll from an 11 to a 3. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't grab both at the same time. That would have been less and painful. 
There's a little wall still here. Uh, yes. See, see right here. It just um, that wall. And Bear Jaw, like she's <laughs> used to like throwing around the corner there, but one of them it just clips oh. the wall, and then the septicemia. She actually raises up her staff just slightly as a uh, a quick vine whip shoots out of the staff, <laughs> deflecting the hey! deflecting the hammer upward a wow. bit as it comes back to her. Yeah. And corn uh, thing, you can't have that. Yeah. Now who's hoarding in on each other's brands? And as she's uh, as she's on the ground and looks at Bearjaw, she says, "There you are." Oh no, Dick. Oh, now uh, can we roll the inspiration die real quick before someone? Gets okay, let's yeah, let's let's roll oh, the you inspiration, inspiration die for sure. Uh, yes, she used. Is someone keeping one? track of the Aurora number? Yes, there's Aurora yeah, tracker was, down here next not, to the That was not Aurora. Sorry, I'm looking. I thought I had a D6 prepared, but I can't find it. I so, love my Aurora. I don't want her here. to die. Here, uh, we'll roll for the inspiration again. Here it is. That is a four. One, that is two, Sam. Hey. Here you go, Sam. Inspiration. Samspiration. You have to roll something that actually has a attack roll on it. Rolly, rolly. Save it for us. Anything. Literally roll anything. We want that thing bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Perform check. (laughs) I got a lovely bunch. Doodly doo. All right. So inspired. (laughs) So. Uh, Bear, are you done? Yeah, that's. uh, Well, let's see. I can move back. Make it a little harder for her to blast us. Boink, boink. That's good. Right there. As that me. As Bearjaw's, uh, as as Bearjaw does that and steps back, vines that were growing up along the side of this castle start growing into this room here. And uh, immediately some, uh, not flowers, but okay, one sec. I got to grab, I guess I can explain to you guys. I'm going to take this moment as I grab yet another thing from the garage here to explain the sadness. From the garage? uh, I was going to. Uh, Oh, the the tragedy. I know what it is. The tragedy, which is the fact that we have painted, 3D printed and painted miniatures of... The septicemia and every effect they have, <gasps> like everything, like and they're they're some of Kalen's best work. Greg, and- Greg, let me just jump in right now and say, we will someday host a septicemia reloaded one shot where we will use those minis and enjoy this in <laughs> yes. three, in, in real life. Yeah, we'll just do a side story where the septicemia, we, we will do that. We play as septicemia and we kill some other adventure or alternate timeline where they won. Or alternate timeline. We just play the same combat. Where we're like it's an arena in some future magical kingdom. Today we reenact the battle of the Septicemia versus (laughs) the facets of fate. Who will win in this legendary battle? Brought to you for your entertainment. Medieval times style. We definitely will. We definitely will play up the bad guy. I mean, I'm showing it to the camera on the stream, but like. We we've got these all all these cool vine things. I'll, I'll show Take you guys some pictures. glamour shots and put them. Oh, up. I have glamour shots. I will share them with you uh, when, when we're. The when we're barbarian hold. Uh, these are the these are the models. So the models in here are the exact models we printed. So you you see the three septicemia, and you're gonna see more. Um, I've seen the minis. Oh no! I've seen the minis. 
Dan. Can has, you paint the models Dan in here? The that, was, that seems hard. Yeah, I mean, you I can. I was going to ask about but that. Not in, not in this, but they can. If someone wants to, if someone knows how to texture 3D models, you can get the. I U. don't know how to do that. Shoot, I, could, I might just. I could try. I might just see if I can commission someone on the internet to. Yeah. Anyway, so um. Oh, I feel like I am missing a. It's almost done. I might just see if I can pay an internet person to do a texture on my mini and tabletop simulator. They'd be happy for the work, I'm sure. I'll, I'll offer them exposure. Yeah. <laughs> As this, you expose yourself to them. Flower. Is that like a dick pic? As this strange flower blooms out from the vine at incredibly rapid speeds, coming up out through the window here, it uh, it uh, expands and then suddenly a a bunch of spores or gas or some sort of strange, uh, uh, strange pheromone uh, shoots out from the flower. Bearjaw? Shit, I forgot to rage. Make a uh, make a constitution saving throw, DC 19. DC 19, okay. Constitution. DC 19. Plus 7. So. Mr. Kurtoa. What was that? What I get? Nine plus seven. Yeah, so you got that's, six, uh, that's not nineteen. Not nineteen. That's no. not a nineteen. All right. I fail. Yeah. Um. What that does to you is, sorry, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm having to remember you what this. So nothing happens. Dead. Cool. All right. Moving on. Just gonna. No. Oh. All right. Why didn't I rage? Oh, because you weren't really like that. Angry. of a toque. You weren't that angry. I wasn't well, yet. Now I'm gonna K- be. When Kalen gets angry, angry Bearjaw doesn't rage. Well, but when Bearjaw rages, it means Kalen is very sensitive. Um, it I'm is. So uh, uh, it is unconscious. Oh no! Oh shit! Okay. So as the uh, as the pheromone blasts out at uh, at Bearjaw, as it blasts out at Bearjaw, she her her mighty constitution is not enough for the for the for the the gas of the septicemia. Is this as, a poison? Oh, is it a poison? Oh, yeah. Is it a poison? It's a good question because, you know, it's not a poison status effect, but is it narratively a poison such that a dwarf would have resistance to it? Or advantage on saving throws, because you do get yeah. advantage on poison saving throws. Um, would this effect, for the purpose of freedom movement, would this effect be categorized under movement penalties for being underwater? <laughs> close. Just want to cover a basis here. Um, is it poison? Then... I think this is poison. I think I think the effect of it, you know, it's a natural gas that affects your body. It sounded like poison the way you described it. Feels I don't want to like freebie, poison but to me. that yeah. vibe. No, 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 no. I think it does. I think it does. So you take your take your poison advantage. Okay, so, so roll I can another d twenty. Roll another d. Make dear God, count. Dear God, making an advantage on saving throws versus poison. And this is just, is this because a, a constitution as well? Do I get my constitution yeah. bonus? Okay, so yeah, plus same seven. Roll. Oh, that's oh, much better. Oh my god. That's very so much 
That's very much more than 19. Uh, woo. That's okay. a pass, Greg. Oh, thank That's God. That's a pass. So Bearjaw feels... My quick thinking! She Woo. feels the, the, the poison, like, take grip immediately. This is, this is strong stuff. She almost passes stuff. out. I mean, someone you, that Bell knows this stuff time. might think it was made specifically for Bearjaw <laughs> oh, as, uh, as oh, she breathes it in. In fact, uh, in fact, Valden nearby doesn't seem to struggle with it. Uh, as she... As a... Uh, uh, Valden says, what is that? Uh, as it sprays out and uh, Bearjaw feels it taking grip on her throat, but the belt of dwarven kind fortifying her body the with the fortifying her body with the mighty uh, poison uh, constitution, the fortitude of the dwarves, the poison cannot, uh, cannot with the dwarves. hold. Of, uh, the dwarves of her. Protected her. A miscalculation, perhaps, on the, the oh, yes. poison maker. That's no Goliath. Know. That's just a giant dwarf. That's just a huge dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who is up next after Bear Chow? Oh, uh, it's good news. It's good. It's great news. Septicemia. Which green? <laughs> the green, <laughs> the green Yay. one. It's Drustin's. Yeah. It's flying. It's Drustin's oh, long God. Lover. The green Septicemia, uh, the other one that looks. Now that you see him up close, uh, while this one has, uh, while this one has a green staff with, uh, with sort of uh, some flames shooting out. The other one is purple, but they otherwise look very, very similar, uh, despite yeah. their their choice of colors. Um, she comes down the steps and as oil vein. What does it look like when oil vein is readying a spell like this? Um, he had his, his arm, his hand outstretched and he was, uh, or his, uh, shadow blood arm outstretched towards the, uh, the stairwell. And he was, you know, deep in concentration. You can hear the sound of the whispering deep speech kind of in the, the area. And then the, the second that he sees someone approach, there's like, uh, the sound kind of accelerates. Like he was kind of holding it inside the little, the that uh, high pitched sound. Like it was just really low. But all of a sudden, it the I think it's it accelerates a lot faster. The the speed the sound modulates a lot faster than you've heard before. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, and you just all right happens in the stairwell. And I assume I'm going to be rolling a uh, some sort of saving throw. It's got to be Constitution 15. Did we talk about how uh, 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 Bogrush can... Because he has advantage on yeah, lightning yeah. And thunder damage, but because this is a saving throw, did we still have any kind of effect that he did? Uh, yes, yes. I had said that um, it will be... You're right, it's not written that way, but that was one of the... They have disadvantage. So they have disadvantage, they have disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll roll that then. A disadvantage Ooh, a is a two wow. and a four, so I have a feeling it is not going to succeed at that uh, that saving throw here. Oof. All right, so, so let's uh, see. Let's... Yeah, does not. Let's get, let's get some uh, d8s out here. All right. All right, I'm going to reroll these two. What's it look like when he does his source, uh, 
sorcery points. Oh, you see uh, the, his shadow blood as it's undulating. It uh, starts uh, forming fractal patterns on the surface that kind of arch out like little tiny uh, geometric yeah. coronas. Not to bring up coronas at this, <gasps> this time. Uh, Triggered. All right. Triggered. So that is a... Uh, yeah, that's uh, 18... 18 damage right there. 18 thunder damage. 18 thunder damage to Septicemia Green. Just checking resistances here. Weird. What's super resistance to thunder? Uh, Immunity. Does thunder damage against the person who is... Oh. It's a lightning rod. Uh, oh, yeah. Bogrush. I want to say that Bogrush, he was twirling his little... Whatever his... Uh, his mace, burner. Yeah, he, has he a... bounced. He bounced the shock waves off of the, the twirling, the twirling. More is that a morning star? What? It's a morning chain star. Ball. Yeah. No, no. It's a chain. Yeah. It's a flail, right? It's a flail. Spiked flail. I think that's what that's called. Yeah, he, the spike flails augmented the, uh, augmented the the shock wave somehow. He, what he does is uh, he swings it around while you've got this spell held, and right as you release it, he just slams the ground with his uh, with his flail, and it just Ooh, it like creates that. its own thunder shock that just uh, that just joins in with the with the shatter of your spell. And he says, "Oh yes, let's do that again." <laughs> and uh, the septicemia coming down the stairs gets rocked back as she's uh, as she's stepping down and then takes a couple steps again to make up the distance rocked back. And then uh, she looks at Oil Vein. And what is she mm-hmm. going to do? It's really been making eyes at Oil Vein. Or no, that was the pointy one. Are you a beast, <laughs> Oil Vein? I'm, I'm I'd no say Oil Vein's a total beast. I think he's a humanoid <laughs> between like the beast sheets. mode. I'm in the beast. Yeah, he's, in a, you have he's a beast with a yeast. I'm a drow in the streets and a beast in the sheets. <laughs> I'd rather have a drow in the sheets. but Okay. <laughs> You'd never find them, though. Just saying. You'd be like in the sheets and you're like, where are they? Where are they? Keep casting dark. I feel nothing. Ooh. Snake attack. Double <laughs> <laughs> uh. damage. Okay, here's what happens. She comes down the steps here. Where'd my tab go? And uh, points her staff forward as a uh, as a gas fires out from it at uh, but it 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 slams through Bogrush uh, at at to. It, Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, at uh, uh, oil vein. Yes. Go ahead. Greg, I'll take a reaction to that. Yes, it and is I, a spell. Wait, where am I? Well, but I Have can't you... see a thing cast right now. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I do not react. No. Yeah, there's not a line there. Nope. Go for it. Keep going. You're out All right. Line. So, uh, as she uh, she puts the staff forward, there is a uh, there is a swamp gas smell, and you can see it. It is a, a it is a thick. What would this look like? Um, I'm, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what would like a thick swamp gas even have the visual like of billowy and green gas. Yeah, just billowy yeah, and green gas. I'm trying not to just describe everything as just green, but it's green uh, gas. it is. So it's a green gas that uh, uh, that shoots out. And there's just wind that takes it and just pours out, just complete, keeps pouring out, you know, uh, uh, from the staff in this line along Bogrush, Oilvane, Betsy, Mock. Oh. As uh, uh, this is a wall here, if that makes a difference. That uh, makes a massive difference, Ooh, and it is a wall. In which case, um, that's a wall, and this is rooms we didn't clear out. So this is the only like pathway into okay. that room, that little section. That's fine. That. She just hits oil vein then. Uh, then no, no, no. oil vein, you Hashtag need terrain. to make a. Uh, you need to make a. Is it probably dexterity? I'm looking for it. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Right. Uh, and that will be no at problem. a DC 17. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Hey, it's right. not 19. You got Constitution this, it sounds like it wasn't brother. made for you in a lab. Brother. I no, no, no. got a 16. Oh, my God. 16. A second time. <laughs> Oof. All right. Um, Wolf. You are blinded. Oh, my God. And. Four, five, six. Okay, and here's the. This is not the roll, because uh, I like to roll oh, them all in man. here. Uh, and that will be twenty-six damage. What kind of damage? Well, a peek behind the GM curtain is I'm reskinning Sunbeam to be a bit more swampy and druidy. So it's normally yeah. radiant. I mean, damage. it can still do radiant damage. It, poison is a damage type, fight. right? Yeah. Poison is a damage. And let's type. have it be poison. Mm. It's uh, it's poison damage. It smells Eric, like poison. Can you gas. hear us? I can hear you, Dan. Uh, Eric, can you hear us? He disconnected from tabletop. So I can hear you. Oh. I I got DC'd, but my Discord is separate. Cool. Ah. I'll uh I'll log back in. You guys are good. Thanks, Dan. Gotcha. <coughs> twenty six damage. Loud. Uh, twenty six. Uh, yeah, twenty six yeah. poison damage. Um. I had 19 health. That's what I remember your health. (laughs) And you are at zero. I'm at zero. So uh, I could use Gloam's thing. Um, I'm. Uh, I feel like. won't get him back up. That'll just, like, stabilize him. Yeah. But I won't use it yet because I feel like. I'm on deck. I'm going to heal my brother. I had a good berry in my mouth and I bite it as a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Taking the good berry cheese to an extreme degree. (laughs) Well, I mean, you guys removed one of your molars and replaced it with a rotten berry, right? So a dried good berry. You just chomp down on that. Uh, I'm going to pop you back up. You'll have very few hit points, but you'll uh, be actionable. So in this case, does Bogarsh just stay there, or can he... Does he I mean, go down um, to... Scrim, I'm planning on doing a big, uh, an AoE hit as well. All right. Uh, Roger. I just so if you're be... just doing a quick pop-up, I'm also I'm also going to pop him up with um, a, the heal I'm going to throw out. Gotcha. Uh, well, let's let's finish. Yay. Let's finish oil things. Are you that is that is it for Septicemia Green. Septicemia Green. Okay. So, uh, Scrimcorn is up. Let me move the marker with Baron on deck. 
Um, okay, so knowing that, Sam, I was just going to throw... I actually... I never bring Healing Word along, but this seemed like... Kind of fight for it. Um, so I can throw a little pop-up there. With, it's just a basic action, so it's kind of just extra... It's a bonus action. One. If you want to, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's just... Yeah, so points. I think I might still go for it just because it... Uh, he, I, unless your healing is going to... No, we will not overheal. That's what I was... I figured not. So I'm planning on shooting the Ballista. Um, and then uh, throwing a little, a little, little healy beely. Um, unless we gotta drive these guys in the middle. I could do the healing spirit. No, that's a bad thing. I don't like. It. I don't like it. Scrim's avoiding concentration spells. Um, okay, so but doink, Scrim is going to use this strange machine of civilization, showing the lowest point of society, a weapon of war designed to maim and kill. This isn't like a hurricane or a drought. This is a ballista. And he shoots a tree with it. He's going yes. anti-druid. <laughs> He's going to shoot the tree ant with it. Um, so, uh, what kind of... What do I do with this? Just a dex check? Um, and I assume... It is I a range. It is a, it is a dex... Um, it is a dex-based dex ranged attack. Gotcha. Um, do I have my proficiency? Do you I'm have your not. proficiency? No, I would say not. you're not proficient in ballista unless you have anything in your stats that would justify that. Which probably is not. the ballista. Mock might or Eric might be able to make a case uh, because of his uh, background. Uh, one sec. Okay, oh, there is a ballista. Ball. Okay, give me one second here. Getting the stats, I we should have done this in advance. But the but the attack roll will just be my dex attack, right? Quick question: I'm still logging back in. Do we have the stat the AC for the treant? Yes, we do. Sixteen. Yes, we do. It's okay. the same as the septicemia. There's cool. it's the same as purple. I don't know about green, but yeah. purple is also prone. So I've got of of the board right now. I've got the best shot on the treant. Um, I love it. While, I, while I'd love to do a fun reveal, I did also bring dispel magic. I can't interrupt with it. I could dispel something, but I feel like. At this juncture, getting some damage on the board seems yeah. prudent. Uh, uh, the ballista gotcha. will be 3d12. Awesome. With no, uh, no bonus. So all dice. Then Big swing. I yeah. will invoke the intern. Um, <laughs> I have not lifted the cup. He's been trained on that. I have yeah, not lifted the cup. And... Uh, Aurora looks back and I'm going to have her shout that's the wrong lever <laughs> and and Scrim like looks at her like wide eyed and then like takes his hand off that lever and puts his hand on a different one um, so first off this is going to be the primary role that I'm going to would like to repeat not proficient <laughs> not and that was my role which is 11 which would not hit but Aurora's advice Ooh. oh that's also a miss. Okay. The other wrong lever. Can someone put the uh, that counter on the Aurora? I have for me. Thank you. We're at two now, I believe. Yes. Um. So that ballista bolt, uh, just I'm gonna say, just whizzes by and thunks, just with a into the it's stone a wall. Floppy bolt. Um, into this rubber, rubber <laughs> ballista bolt. Uh, it is a rubber chicken I shot. Stuck, it's it's for wall. mob control. Kind of control. <laughs> exactly, it's non-lethal damage. Um, 
real quick, how does reloading the ballista work? Is that an act? Is it our full round action to reload it? With crossbows, as long it basically you can only do one attack per round. Yeah, it so has like, the reload property. I don't know about the crown ballista though. Uh, call, yeah, it was, it was same. We'll follow that lead. Okay, so I will be able to shoot it next round if I if that seems great. Um, yeah, and uh, Scrim lets out a curse in druidic, um, and uh, yeah, subtitles subtitles hot. say golly, and he is just within <laughs> range. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45, 50, 55. Um, is going to shout out a healing word, Ooh. which is uh, I'll actually go ahead and do a level two there. So he's going to get two d four plus Wait. three. <gasps> so when Scrimcorn <sighs> says begins Brother. to draw upon the power of the witches. Right. Why would that be an issue? To heal oh. his brother. Oh no. The septicemia, all three of them. The purple one, which you can barely see around that corner. The, the green red one is one, not even in the room And a yet. third voice from up the stairwell. You hear in unison, traitor. And you need to roll a wisdom saving throw. And here's what it's going to be. It's not your uh, good old nice DC 12 from long before. Oh this is an active opposed roll. This is not something I normally do in 5th edition, but you know, opposed rolls are fun. Oh, I like So we're doing it. Oh, yeah, you want to dance? You have to roll you opposed dance? against you the dance? wisdom. Their bonus. Me, yeah, let me get the bonus first. Good call, okay. Sam. Uh, it's nice to know what the stakes are up front. I'm, I got to keep rolling. Uh, it is wisdom. Uh, it is their wisdom skill, but not their wisdom. I'm gonna blow save. out a wrist here, That's man. Different. Uh, they have plus five. Ugh. Reveal. That's a. Oh my god! Oh my fucking. <laughs> what did you get? Well, I got a 15, which is a, so a total of 21. Yeah, and but... they are at 25 because they got a natural 20. Jeez, I mean, as those were both really good efforts. What? The... Could you, Eric? If you could mute. That would be appreciated. That is very loud. Um, he moonlights as a bartender. The it does it does sound like something where I wish I were in the house to benefit from those shaker. noises. Um, the yeah, as so he, he hears healing word, and as he hears the words, just they just it reverberates through this entire chamber as they say it and Scrimcorn can feel the impact, the punch of these words sent straight to him, not just for his ears, but for his soul as he tr uh, tries to draw upon that power and finds it slip away from him as he cannot get purchase on this uh, on this natural energies his, that he has commanded for so long. His incantations come out as mere words. They don't have that magic oomph on them, and it's just saying some gibberish to the bear jaw hears. Hmm. And Scrim kind of looks wide-eyed as that was, uh, he was able to kind of overcome that that feeling before, but uh, this was a much stronger, more palpable resistance. Uh, that burns the spell slot, right? It does. That is burnt. Uh, that was his basic action, or bonus action, and his main action, and he's not moving. He's staying right there. And he just 
lets out another curse in Druidic. And turn complete. It is now burn. Burn! There it goes. 5, 10, 15, 20. I think that's got me a good line on everybody. I'm really glad we weren't depending on yeah. my healing to get oil yeah. up. <laughs> me too. And uh, he raises his shield emblazoned with the hammer, with the anvil and flame of Moradin and cries out, Moradin, grant the breath of life to my allies! As he casts Mass Healing Word as a <gasps> third level spell. Um, so up to six that's creatures awesome. of my choice that I can see within range regain hit points equal to 1d4 plus my skill testing modifier. So let's go ahead and get that roll. Uh, so there's D4. It's a uh, full four. four. Nice, cool. So that's going to be nine hit points for me and Dristan and Oilvane and Mock. So that's me, Dristan, Oilvane, Mock, and I got two more people. Who who is down health hit nine points? Nine hit points. I am not wounded. Barajo, did you take some damage? Nope. Wait. Wait. Uh, everyone except no. for Barajo and Scrimcorn took damage. Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, cool. So and then it, it goes... feels more than flow through him. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that. And that is a bonus action as the divine light of Morton flashes from Baron and fills each of his allies, as well as uh, a couple of the hands of Ao who, you know, got hit in that fire blast. Yes. Because um, they were definitely there. Uh, whoops. Where was that? Why did that? No, no, not that one. What's wrong? That one. Sorry, I'm just clicking the wrong spell slot. Oh, fair. There we go. Very good. And that was a, a bonus action. And then so with his action, he says, And draw the breath of life from my enemy! As he looks towards uh, Toil, the purple septicemia. And uh, with a cantrip, he casts um, Toll the Dead. So it's a wisdom saving throw, 16. Oh, that was so close to passing, but does wow. not. Uh, but for your information, that is a 12. Uh, okay, so that, ooh, yeah. that is a very high. Wow. Whoa, what was that number? Uh, 12. It's a plus stuff. 10? Uh, plus 9. Disgusting. Okay, well, I'm glad this hit then, because that really wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, and that's going to be 2d12 uh, plus 5. So that will be 20 necrotic damage. 20 necrotic. Okay. As Got the it. Uh, already rotting looking person begins to rot a little more, as just parts of him begin being unmade. Ugh. Put in the notes on the combat on the next initiative. Plus nine constitution save on septicemia. Sounds like that one. Yeah, that yep. would be valuable. No. Yowza. And Baron doesn't have anything that involves rolling a d20, so the inspiration die remains where it is. There you go. Uh, is your turn over? That is my turn. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, that is the red, red septicemia with. Make sure you got those nine hit points. Deck. If you got those nine hit points. Got it. Oh, red septicemia. Thanks, Kaz. Yeah. With the ah. oil vein, will be after top of the, the round. Red septicemia. Septa, red mesemia. Septa red. Yes. Then, uh, in that case, the she red septicemia. Away. 
Let's see. Which way would she go? I'm going to roll my die again to see. Sort of equal to them up top. Odd is left. Oh, it's even again. So, Boyle heads down these stairs and indeed does step on the grease. Dex 15. Here we go. Dex 15? Yep. Okay. Okay, oh, that's a one. <laughs> yes. And that Valden. would have been higher, except that Valden rocked the die back. So getting up is half your speed, and then it is difficult terrain. Oh, God, this is not did, working out. Did we learn <laughs> that's, their, that's brutal. their deck save? Say that again, Dan. Did we learn their deck save from that? Uh, oh, yes, you should. It is, for the red one, it is plus one. Yeah, they do not have the highest deck. So, um, goes down the steps, slips and falls. Uh, let's see, there'll be one, two. Shit. Basically can't get up, has to stay prone. Oh no, that's awful. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> this is, we literally are home alone them to death. First level spell, baby. Uh, <laughs> word. Word, word to that. I'm gonna slide all the way down to the. F <laughs> Get out of my way, How asshole! The grease is on the stairs. They slide down to the level below. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> then you hit him with a paint can. <laughs> then you put like a teleport, like a teleportation gate at the bottom. Then it goes back up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Portal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we should have put acid down there. 20 foot. <laughs> that is radius. amazing. Grease and acid trap for future reference. <laughs> Hashtag learning. Oh, goodness. There oh, we go. Suddenly, a swamp gas, because everything is swamp gas with everything the Simpsons. I'm just accepting gas. it. I'm owning it. It's just they are all swamp gas. <laughs> This time, class. this time it is not a poisonous swamp gas. It is just a thick and heavily obscuring <gasps> swamp gas. I'll uh, uh, take a reaction to that. Oh, please yeah. do. I'm going to use uh, counterspell as a third level spell. And you didn't use it because you couldn't see the green one before. Yes. That's right. Yeah, it's not okay. gone again yet. Counterspell as a third level spell. So is this a third level or under spell? Huh. Yes. Yeah. It's weird it because it, I guess it still counts as a first level spell. Well, if I think it depends on if you're what spell slot. No, well, no, that's, that's that's what I'm trying to say is that yeah. for this character, uh, she has innate spell casting, and it's yeah. just three per day. It's not yeah, a slot. Yeah. It's not. It's not a leveled slot. However, it's still a level one spell. Your counter spell yep. works. So it immediately works. So he's still got the um, hourglass out in one hand, and it turns over almost like without him even putting control. Like just like shifts over, like uh, some kind of shake weight, and uh, <laughs> the, the mist just starts to go Type. back, vanish back into the ground uh, from whence it came. Tagged back. Alright, that's awesome. Also, weirdly, these are creatures. I wonder why. Also, uh, everyone just take a second to look at 
bear jaws titles if you hover over her. <laughs> she has awesome. added them since her character's creation. It's a really long name. Oof. Oh, she's said this before. Uh, but I haven't <laughs> heard her as the elevator. <laughs> it has. It has. Her title has grown. You're right. Okay, that is uh, Septicemia Red. <laughs> Fallen uh, well on the ground. Done. Oh, well done. Baron went. Yes, Baron went. Yeah. Uh, let me give an explanation then. Um, Baron, uh, as Baron casts this big healing spell, more plants and vines are starting to shoot up out of the ground all over the place here. They are just like creating cracks in the stone as uh, as vines and plant growth are starting to seep into this room. That's all. So it's all just like little bits. But spell and green stuff grew in response? No, those are just two things that happened. It is up to okay. you to uh, guess and uh, decide and determine uh, that, but it is not explicitly a reaction. All right. I just meant cool. to describe it on your turn. Gotcha. Is it growing in any particular area? Uh, there's uh, there's there's growth coming out of the stone all throughout this area. Oh, the middle. But, like it's starting to get more and more as time goes on. Okay. I remember the marker was originally like this little marker. Was that that's that's source? just for me. It means nothing to you. Okay. Cool. This what I just described is that vines are coming up all over the place here. Good this to is know. Just, this is just me keeping track of something else. Something else. Cool. Dig it. And so right. Drusen got away from it. Um, you said vines started appearing around his feet. They did, specifically around on thing, and yeah, now it's yet. expanded to okay. uh, this whole area. Is there a place where the vines are not? Is there a place where the vines are not? Not in this. Uh, not in this area. Okay. Interesting. So, like, if I went over to the ballistas, would there be no vines over there, or are there just other vines? There are there are vines already blooming from the windows. The windows, okay. they're they are more advanced over there. Thank you, Manji. We are a hundred percent vines. Yeah, it's all. It dies, it's all over the. All over the place. Okay, acknowledge. Uh, I think we're up to red. If red is not gone, red, no, red, red went. Red went. Finished. We are at the aurora. Roll. We are the aurora tracker. I would like to not roll it because I I added a ticker to that, so I don't want to. Can I roll the aurora tracker with inspiration? Because it's my inspiration Ooh. die. If I'm the one rolling Ooh. it. What do we think about I that? I kind of don't like that because then we just somehow figure whoever's got the inspiration. Yeah. I'm worried about that. So I like it and would say yes, except for exactly what Eric said. I don't like the idea that it would be, well, just the inspiration diamond whoever is saved forever it, yeah. to use for Aurora. Feels a little lame. It kind of yeah, takes away some of the fun of the diamond. Especially because the two mechanics that does the same thing. Inspiration gives advantage on your turn if you were like... I'm not going to use inspiration. We use Aurora, and then inspiration die for Aurora. And die. That's too much. So I, uh, let's say no, uh, uh, but it does bring up a good point. I do want to mention something. What all mechanics are an abstraction of the narrative that's going on, right? What? If Aurora were at risk, if Aurora's got too many markers on her, and you want to mitigate that risk, by all means, be creative and decide something that you might do. Right? If Scrimcorn turned into an animal and picked up Aurora and flew her out the window, 
you know, to get her to safety, something, you know, like, th these are things that could be, it's not like, oh, no, the roll happens no matter what at the bottom of every round. I just, just mentioning that, that's always the case in role-playing, but when we get heavy into mechanics, it can be easy to forget that aspect exists. Good enough. I always invite you to be Kevin, and by that I mean do creative be things Kevin. that make my life hard. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so who's rolling Word. this C20? Let's have Mock roll it. He do, he did that sweet sweet pump up roll. I want to hear yeah. it. I, yeah, I will do that. Yeah. I will I will answer the call more than ever. I wish I didn't have to roll a digital dice, but I will do a digital dice because <laughs> that is what we're doing. I am in quarantine until it's over. All right, let's here see it. it. Here it's it is. Here it is, die. boys. Whoa, 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 whoa! Eleven. Eleven it is not That's a okay. one. Well, so at this point, it would be a one, two, or three would be that's right would drop her so you got the 11 aurora safe so the septicemia purple uh um as she had just vine whipped she had just vine whipped the uh the hammer of uh the hammer of all souls then goes and whips the vine back down towards aurora but just last night aurora had been doing drills with scrimcorn to uh to practice against this very move she said She'd ask Scrimcorn, show me everything you can do, and I want to know how to counter it. And what did Scrimcorn teach her to do when a vine whip is coming her way? Um, like I said before, the, the, the whip is not like a cracking of a whip. It is just a, it's like a slamming it down or slamming it across. So it's not a fast movement. So it's kind of one of those things that can't change position. So it's a, it's a quick, you see it coming down, it's not going to change at you. So it's a it's a careful, calm sidestep. A confident sidestep. And that's what she does. She's got that cool confidence, uh, fueled a bit by uh, the ritual she had uh, undertaken with Mock uh, also the night before. Um, she's got that. She's got this cool demeanor. She's she's accepting what's going to happen in this fight, and she's not letting the fear of the f she's not letting the fear of the worst outcome get in the way of fighting to her absolute best. Sweet. And she sidesteps that vine whip. Just the top of the round goes back to Oil Vein. Who is conscious. Who is now conscious. conscious. Is he still blind? How does that work? However, before Ooh, he goes... Good question. Oh, we didn't. I didn't read the full blindness mechanics. I'm sorry. Let's go back to that um, spell real yeah, quick. So the description is your eyes don't work. <laughs> no, no, no. So it says um, you are blinded nice. until your next turn. That's it. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. Until the beginning, I assume? That's not a very good effect. Well, like you're blinded for a round, and then everyone who tries to attack him usually oh, has Oh, yeah, maybe it's setting it up. Oh, so It's oh. pretty potent, actually. I mean, it also, it also... Oh, you're right. The attack rolls against the creature have advantage. So until your next turn, you've got attack advantage against you. That's pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, out of the ground... Give me one second yes. here. Out of the ground... Oh, goodness. That doesn't Ugh. seem like anything concerning. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, goodness. Where are we here? That's fine. That's just, they look like they're soft. There. Out of the ground 
uh, as these vines start to burst through, uh, start to burst through some of the stone. It's not just vines; it's all sorts of plant growth. Uh, a head uh, <laughs> forms out of the uh, uh, out of the thick mass of plant matter, and you see these. Uh, these green plant matter teeth as these strange oh. piranha balls, swamp piranha head things uh, pop up out of the ground and start snapping at anything near them. And Good Lord. that like is you? at the bottom. That is at the, uh, the top of the round. That so are they all creatures? They like are targeted things. They are target. They are targetable, but they are not. Um, they are not uh, combatants in the same way. Okay. We mm. will go over the full mechanics of them next week when we continue next week because we are at time. Oh my god! Uh, head of, of lettuce. You know, honestly, I am so much happier to continue in the middle of a combat using tabletop simulator. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. it's so nice yeah. just being able you've to save the this state. Tracker. In fact, if you've got the initiative tracker all set up, I'm just going to go ahead and save it right now. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I'm very uh, proud of my grease. Around too. Yeah, the you should good good Justin is currently MVP uh, in this combat with a uh, <laughs> little, little wombo combo of the slippery stairs paint can maneuver. Dude, I can't believe grease continues to be extraordinarily effective against dangerous enemies.